Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast where you can get bonus podcasts from us, your friends at the Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BMX cast, well, you know what they say, two's company, three gets us talked about, and four is a podcast. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BMFcast. Hey! BMFcast. <laughs> Episode 417. Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Start early. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Oh, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. So what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. We go one to five. Jocks is robot jocks. Yay! Robot jocks. Robot jocks. We like robots. Yes. <laughs> However, <laughs> I don't know how to say robot jocks in an Australian accent. Yeah, but jocks. <laughs> Robert, yeah. Jokes. Robert Jacks. Robert Jacks. <laughs> Robert Jacks. Robert Jacks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, there are bad, bad movies as a stay with. They get a negative sliding scale. What if I bags as in trash bags in which we which we want to put them? Yes. Throw them out. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck them. Garbage. 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 Chuck them. Straight garbage. Yeah. Uh, so, if you can't tell from our wonderful spot on accidents here, uh, we watched it. What we watched an Australian picture. <laughs> we did. Um, so BMX Bandits from yeah. 1983. Yeah. Um, most probably known because it was one of those things they began to show when Nicole Kidman got famous as like, hey, check out stars before they were famous and mm-hmm. they made movies in these countries that aren't the United mm-hmm. States. What? Kind of thing. Yep. Um, her, her first movie. Yeah, I mean, she did several things that year, but this is yeah. like the one. It's like, hey, also introducing Nicole Kidman, her first Bamfcast appearance. It is, it is. Whoa, how is that a- possible? Ask a Nicole Kidman. I wonder how it's possible. Yeah. Uh, but really, we watched it more because of the director Brian Trenchard Smith, right. is a Bamfcast alum in Stunt Rock. Stunt Rock, right? And also, also Aztec Rex. Aztec somehow. Rex. somehow, and Crash and Burns. Oh, he did that as too? the second unit action oh, that's coordinator. Right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why? Oh, why'd you remind me of yeah, that? Good call there. Yeah, great beans. Great call. <laughs> uh, beans. So let's get a uh, very quick plot summary for this here movie, and then we'll continue to annoy you with bad accents. Mm. Two BMX expert r- bikers and a friend of theirs become entangled with a group of bike robbers after discovering a carton of walking talkies. <laughs> I robbed a bank. I robbed a bank. I robbed a. Not a bank. A bank. A bank. A bank. A bank. Now, careful, you don't like you know stray over into South Africa and like oh fucking creature, fucking 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 bandits. But you black. Oh man, yeah. Um, <sighs> there's not much plot to this movie. No, there really isn't. As that I just said is pretty much the plot of this. I mean, we are we are treated to some BMX action. Happening BMX. over the credits, you know, they're mm-hmm. gearing up to do some BMX in, yeah. in public. Two kids. The push bikes. <laughs> PJ and Goose. PJ. PJ. And PJ. Goose. 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 They're Goose. riding their BMX bikes, having a good time doing they're some stunts. stunts. Yeah. yeah. But simultaneously, there's uh, some bank robbers mm-hmm. gearing up to do their thing. The yeah. bandits, if you will. They bandits. are the bandits. And, uh, bandits. yeah, they they basically we'll, we'll focus on them because, you know, the BMX guys are just stunting yeah. Know, around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the bandits are basically, you know, create a drive-through in a bank. 
Yeah. Jump out wearing <laughs> pig masks and one wolf, wolf mask. As in they drive through the front window right, of they a... They do, yes. yeah. yeah. In their hot van. A little combi. And then they have a plan because there's another guy in another car. I think he's the one with the wolf mask on. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. I don't know. Uh, but there's there's supposed to be three wolves and a, and a, a, a three pigs and a wolf. Mm-hmm. There's another pig driving, I think, driving the getaway car. Yeah. But they rob the bank, jump in this car, leave the van like in the bank. Right. And they're like, get away in this in this shitty car. But uh, like a nice car pulls by, they do a bag switch and then you know just ditch the car. Basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they and, go back to the hideout. Yeah. yeah they, and at some point, they almost run over our. B-mix. Yeah. Stas. Bandits. Yeah, <laughs> which causes them to do some stunts and then, mm-hmm. you know, gets the local constable like, hey, get your pushbacks out of here. You, you kids. You kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with your beats. <laughs> Whatever. We're yeah. going all over the English world. Yeah, with, it is pretty much. <laughs> with our accents. Uh, yeah. We don't, as Americans, have very good command of the language, so we nope. can do what we can. Uh, but, but, yes, so the, that kind of like, uh, constable's like, ooh, daddy kids. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of stunting around this outdoor mall and uh, there, there's a there's a fat kid fucking with some shopping carts that Nicole Kidman is trying to wrangle. Yeah, a fat mm-hmm. kid who gets a fat kid theme. He appropriate, does. like, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a... The 80s score will always settle down and just become fat kid theme, and it's just like, God, here he is. But yeah, he's just he's just fucking with carts to mess with Nicole Kidman, and, like, she... They push some out into the... He pushes some out into the parking lot, and she's like, oh, no, and then, you know, the... BMX kids Phoenix. crash into them and fuck up their bikes, and the store manager just comes over and is just like, ah, Nicole Kim, and you're fired. So you're like, we don't even know her. Is this an accident? Yeah, he's like, oh, you kids know each other. Yeah, you kids with your hanging out. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah. But they mentioned, you know, she seems like, oh, I guess she's probably off camera. She must have said something like, oh, something, something bikes, and they're like, oh, you know BMX. And yeah. So they become friends. Right. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now we have to scheme and get money to fix these BMX bikes BMX bikes and get you one. Yeah, because so we can like, all yeah. be a, a, a gang they're of like, BMXers. Me bikes. <laughs> you know, they're they're all, yes. Oh, me bikes. <laughs> yes, me bikes. <laughs> they're all fucked up. Um, yeah, so they're like, well, how are we going to get money to be BMXers again? This, mm-hmm. what do we do? And then... Mm-hmm. So we, we see that the... Uh, Back of the hideout, the, yeah. the bandits are talking about, okay, good score. Here's your cut, everybody. Because, you know, the boss <laughs> guy comes in mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the organizer all. The, they got a really generous cut to that score. Yeah. I thought 15% a piece. And there were five of them. Yeah. That's, yeah. That and then he's like, right. right away. That's 40% finder's fee for the boss. The boss. Yeah. yeah the Kevin you know. Spacey and all this yeah. b- baby driver, yeah. baby Th- BMXer. It's weird. Mm-hmm. This is all very baby driver-esque. Right. Because, like, he's like, all right, we got to hit another one right away while the, while the stealing's hot. So we're going to do this, and here's the model of the car we're going to use, and you're going to take this other car, and you're going to yeah. drive it into there. Yeah, you're going to night rider this van up yeah. into this other bigger van. And, and you're we're all going to get a quarter of a million dollars. And it's a, it's a payday heist. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's like they had a specially good week this week. I'm like, that's not how paydays work. That's <laughs> Yeah, but he, <laughs> everyone worked overtime, so now know. there's well, so like, much money in them. Yeah, and he's like, well, the, the score is $250,000. Dollar and, days. And then he goes, H. H. And they're like, woo! Yeah, in Australia. Because yeah, one guy's <laughs> like, they were pumped about two hundred fifty grand. Yeah. One guy's like, "Oh, what do, what do we need to pull another job for? We got money." He's like, yeah. "This is worth it, and it's once in a lifetime." However, how we're going to do it? We're going to do all this, but the van is. He says radio controlled, which makes you think it's like a radio controlled 
car, but yeah. it's not. It's no. they have a special, you know, police frequency walkie talkie. He's like, I got these from America. Yeah, and he's got he's got one. He's <laughs> like you from the US like, of yeah, I. We can hear what they're yeah. saying, but they can't hear us. Yeah, and they're all like, yeah. nothing <laughs> can stop us now. <laughs> so they're getting this creative walkie talkies while the BMXers are plotting. Hmm, how are we going to make money? They're not really plotting anything. They just become friends over pizza or whatever in the little snack bar that they go to, and then they're just out. They're like, let's go boating. And mm-hmm. well, no, they had a plan for the boating. But yeah, they, they were going to go steal collect- seafood. <laughs> Not steal seafood. They were going to harvest seafood. Okay. Free range well, seafood. Other people's seafood. Yes. Ste- stealing OPS. lobster traps is most definitely stealing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was what they thought yeah. they might. Well, first do they went to go get barnacles. Well, <laughs> not uh, barnacles. They're oysters. Oysters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oysters. You might not have oysters. Reckon- oysters. I, I couldn't understand. I, barnacles. I, I, you yeah. ate. I'm bad with accents. I can't. Barnacles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the barnacles. They might have a pail in them. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. A pail. A pail? A pail. A pail? A pail? A pail? Yeah, 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 a pail. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> probably a very authentic Australian accent. And to me, it's just, I don't know. It's pronounced peril. Oh, peril. Peril? peril? Yeah, they're in peril. 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 Yes. Right, they're going to be in peril, but not yet. A bucket yet. necklace, and yes. they're in a pail. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so they go but, to get oysters, and they're like, these oysters are too small. We must go to another pier and get mm-hmm. better oysters. So they drive over to this bigger pier basically and they're just like hey a string let's pull it yeah let's see what's on the other end mm-hmm. and it's just well like, they think it's going to be a lobster trap yeah they're like and hey you know the, the ten dollar like, dues a kilo <laughs> kilo <laughs> a kilo a rent. law of the sea says if you find something in the water it's yours even yeah, if, it's, yeah, if it's abandoned yeah. and she's like well this ain't abandoned <laughs> <laughs> it ain't abandoned. <laughs> oh, they're from South maybe, Australia. Maybe a dingo ain't abandoned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they pull uh, it up and it's a crate, and they're like, they're like "Oi, yeah, is, let's take it." Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, like, okay, so <laughs> they're like, "It's treasure, <laughs> treasure, take this treasure." treasure. Yeah. Lobsters. So, <laughs> yeah, when you go against your own country, it's treasure. A lobster treasure. Lobster treasure. <laughs> Tastes good with some butter. <laughs> oh, yeah, butter. <laughs> Maybe but, make a chowder. But they, they take this crate they do. that's still, like, bundled up, yeah. and they don't know what it is, yeah. and it's wrapped in, like, like a, you know, a canvas yeah. plasticky thing, you know, some waterproof stuff. And they're just like, all right, score mm-hmm. and like out in the water basically our the the crew of bad guys has been mm-hmm. narrowed down to two dudes it's a, a dude named whitey who just has dyed blonde hair he looks like sting yeah as in the the police like sting, sting and not flea i was gonna say flea baby. yeah like flea yeah. when he's yeah. blonde flea and uh this guy literally named mustache because he has a one <laughs> he has a one. He has a one. Well, he has a, like a pencil. Like he has John a one mustache. He has, he has a John a, Waters mustache. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. So a mustache. But they. So like mustache pulls up in this fucking rad boat. Like I, the, it's got like a fucking Grim Reaper pirate on the front of no, it. It's, it's, it's like a barbarian. It's like a Conan. Like barbarian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bad with accents. What? I can't understand what a you're saying. Batmanian? <laughs> what? A, a, a veterinarian? What? What? Yes. Yes. Conan the Batmanian? Are, <laughs> Are you talking about the elephant babar? Wait, or? I am. Wait. Batmanian? Picadam. 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 The basketball coach? <laughs> Jerry Batmanian? 
No. Oh, all right. Then. No, it's a barbarian, oh. Chuck. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. you just had an say axe. It. I think it was stepping on a skull as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. But I mean, this thing, fucking chrome pipes and everything. It's, you know, like when you see one of those old muscle cars with the engine sticking out the front. Yes. This is the, this the, is boat, the boat version of that. Yeah. But like the engine is the entire back end of the boat. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it, the boat is like 12 feet long. Yep. The engine is six feet of that. Mm-hmm. It's and, and fucking insane. So the best part about Whitey and, and Mustache are that they're obviously stuntmen. Whitey and too. Mustache. Yeah. So like they're just CBS. they're the top two build people, and it's it's obviously like, okay. These are stuntmen like having lead roles because yeah. our first introduction when they get on the boat, he's like he's stepping all over the art and stuff, and barely gets into like the passenger seat, and this dude just guns it. So this guy just face plants. Well, he's carrying like a uh, cooler, yeah. Yeah. and he's facing the seat, and when he when the the other dude guns it. He goes head first into the the cooler, then into the seat, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Oh, I want you know." And so that's just his character from here on out. <laughs> he goes, <"What's> up? <laughs> "Oh yeah, baby, oh, yeah, I think is what he said." Right, yeah. that was an accent. Yeah, uh, yeah. oi, babies, kids, or something. I don't know. Yes, oi, yeah. babies, kids, <laughs> babies, yeah. kids. baby, baby. Um, yeah, God. but when they uh, when they're going to, they basically pass. Yeah. And the, the kids, kids are the all kids, like, hey, but, sweet boat. Hi, guys. That, yeah. that, you guys are awesome. <laughs> and and they pull up and this dude is still like stunting away on the front of the boat because he like he's like surfing on the it's front rocking. Of it. and, yeah. and it's like kind of like you can tell he's kind of trying to get his footing because yeah. the water's a little choppier than he expected. Yeah. But then he starts playing it off by just dancing yeah. as he's doing it. And and mustache is like, you want to not do you, you need to? Hey, don't. And then like they hit the pier and he just tumbles over. Mm-hmm. He's like, I told you. you yeah, idiot. He almost falls out of the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, he gets on the, pull the rope up yeah. and nothing's there. And it must have been those kids. There's kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, inst- well, inst- like at first he's like, what did you do now? And he's like, I didn't do anything. It was the kids. So let's go get them. I love that there's a harbor full of people and they're like that one boat we passed. Yeah. Obviously, it was them. Oh, obviously, because they well, must. I think they saw it leaving that yeah. particular dock. Yeah. Sure. Close, I guess. I, I don't know. It just seems yeah. like there's a big assumption here. Yeah. So chase chase. Yes. They go chasing after them, but the, the kids don't know they're being chased. They they just go back to. No, the, they're just like, oh, we got whatever the hell this is, because they don't even know what they have. They just have a box. And yeah, they're, like, they're like, oh, man, let's get to our hideout and unpack yeah, this and we'll see what we got. Up. Yeah. And they open it up and, and oh, walkie talkies. They're like walkie talkies. Uh, All right. Let's uh, sell them. Well, they, they decide to test them first. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have and, to go to. And like, as they're testing them, yeah. the police start hearing them. Yeah. But apparently they're only transmitting one way. Right. And so the the police are like, get off this channel, yeah. which is weird because they made a this point is about, our channel. They made a point of the boss guy made a point of saying, you got to get these radios. We got to modify them so that they're only one way. Right. But they appear to be that way already. Right. But in the backwards way, they're like, backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, like so the cops could could hear everything that they're saying. They just yes. they just they can't hear the, hear the cops. cops. This is a which weird is thing to worst. sell because like, you know, you can buy a police band radio like newspapers and stuff have that. But yeah. why would you have a police broadcast thing? I, I don't know. I, none of this makes any sense. They were okay. just they. I think they were just selling them as walkie talkies. They were just sure, like, yeah, oh, it's a walkie talkie. Yeah, between them, they can talk, but they can't hear the police talking. Right, for but something. they don't. That's but they don't even know. Right. They right. They, for, know. they have no idea it's a police band. Anything because they can't the other hear the side of the earth. Right, right. That's why oh, the plan the, doesn't the water make sense. Goes down because, the wrong yeah, way. They, they, they just, so the the waves, they the Coriolis it, effect yep. makes the radio right. waves. Yeah. Thank you. Walkie talkie. I just needed science to explain this. Yes, not reach them yet. Right. So they just they just like let's sell them. Mm-hmm. So they 
do. Yeah, so that they can make <laughs> money for their yeah to to fix up their bikes. But they sell them at various prices and on various pricing plans. I think they were going for twenty bucks a piece. Okay, and then they're just like they're like fat kid has money because he's always like I have. A- yeah, my, my mom buy my me a bike. And look, I have a solar-powered radio hat. I'm eating all this ice cream. <laughs> I don't even try it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. He does have a solar-powered radio hat. Yeah. Pretty cool. But yeah. Yeah, so Kinda they jealous. sell like four of them. And then it's just they go to the BMX store. And they get kitted out. Yeah, they... And they've like formed a gang. Like they become the BMX bandits. They have like sh- shirts. logo shirts and matching colors and, and all the bikes are fixed. And like they were red and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PJ and... And Goose, Goose were red and blue. Right. Now she's yellow. Yep. <laughs> Judy's yellow. She didn't own a bike. We don't even know if she has a home. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, th- there is no home life for any of these kids. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so she's yeah she's got her bike now. And I will note that the cops, when they were listening in, they're mm-hmm. like, they're using, they're calling each other. She's like, PJ, Goose. Those are BMX terms. BMX terms. <laughs> oh yeah, there's the one. There's the one. Sure. Hip, hip bird. Yeah. BMXs. <laughs> Who's down with the lingo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah. But so the, the cops know they should be looking for BMXers. That kind of never comes back up. No, because they go and talk to all the wrong BMXers yeah. and go, "Well, we're stumped, chief." <laughs> chief. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the, yeah, they've sold them off, and then it's uh, time to watch Nicole Kidman's male stunt double do <laughs> do bike stunts. Yes. Some six stunts. Now, I want to say that Wikipedia, I was going to say that Australia, but I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> Wikipedia. Says that she immediately broke her ankle. And so they, they had to get a stunt person for her. But there was no woman in Australia who could ride a bike. So they had to get a dude and put a wig on him. That's a big country. It is. It's a, it's a continent, in fact. It is. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I call bullshit. Well, <laughs> well this is such, such as movies. All right. Um, uh, I'll also say before this all happened. They had the chase through the graveyard. Yes, 25 minutes in a graveyard. Yeah. There's uh, a very far long, too long in that chasing. fucking graveyard. Yeah. And it's one of these things, too. Like, this is one of those. It's it's a movie aimed pretty squarely at kids. Oh, yeah. Because these kids Keats. never perceive that they're really in any sort of danger ever. No, they're rather calm about everything. They're, they're more Even spooked out the, about being in a graveyard at night than they are about the two guys are chasing them, potentially. But they're still, they're never quite sure why they're being chased. I mean, they don't know they've crossed the this gang or anything. They're mm-hmm. just, they're walking down the street and they see a car go by and the one of the idiots is like, that car is going to turn back and come get us. And everyone's like, shut up. And then the car turns around. They're like, uh, they're coming for us. And then they, they just decide to run and hide. Mm-hmm. They don't know if they're cops. They don't know who these people are. Yeah, and they put like goblin masks on and yeah. chase them around. This, you know, so it's like, ooh, so spooky. It's, God, it's 20, 25 minutes. Because it's graveyard. also it's also kind of filmed like a horror movie-esque. You know, like the music changes to kind of I yeah, mean, the, mm-hmm. like music and, stings for fake scares right. and well, stuff. Because and they've been telling each other stories about horror movies they've right, watched, which right. are all just made up. Yeah. Yeah. But they... Yeah, it's a very long scene. It basically shows that Nicole Kidman kind of has interest in both of them. Sure. She likes them both. Because she flirts with the one, but then he's like, oh, you don't like me. You like the other guy. And, yeah, you know. slipper a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He kisses her and then goes in for another one, and she just immediately turns her head like, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And then she your apologizes. Your are strong enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it, they get away. Yeah, but, but it is a okay, very long scene. It is, but there's there's like one tiny bit of this that I found interesting is when they're they're trying to talk to each other in the cemetery on the walkie talkies, and he's like, I can't. One of the kids is like, I can't hear you. Your signal's not good. And he pulls out the antenna right as one of the dudes is behind him mm-hmm. and just fucking pokes that guy in the eye. That's the best bit of any of this. Yeah. The rest of it is just 
wasting time yeah. in a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And they then were like, then there's like the classic. There's the drunk guy outside who is like, and like they don't use that guy right no. at all. But like he's just kind of like stumbling outside the graveyard, so he sees kids running past, like, and then the mm-hmm. goblin dudes come over. The he's like, yeah, what? And yeah, and he just pours, pours out. His, he's like, I'm yeah. never drinking again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so they saved that guy's life. Good. Yeah, good job, BMX bandits. Yeah. Good, Way good, to go. Good job. Got that guy off the sauce. Doing a public Skid service. So be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. Then it's the next day. They go and become the BMX bandits um, mm-hmm. by Purchasing buying, buying their shirts mm-hmm. with their pre-made yeah. logos and color coordination. They go around. And they stunt all over the well, place. Well, it's and, pretty much it's Nicole Kidman's stunt double because they're just like, hey, can you even ride? Yeah, bro. Yeah. And she's like, can I, can I ride? Why, yes, I can. Watch this. Yeah. Yes. And then becomes a dude. And then- yeah. <laughs> With a wig. Yes. And yeah. And it's a kid, it man. Yeah. And they fall in love with her sure. because she's doing stunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, she's fantastic. So she's like just stunting around all over the place. Mm-hmm. They've just got their bikes flipped upside down like every kid in the 80s with a BMX bike just fucking tinkering with shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, we got to repair the wheels and put the ball bearings in. You know, it's all ball bearings. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever own a bicycle, Chuck? I've seen them in catalogs. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, See his catalog. They were called penny farthings when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, <right>. you know. <laughs> That's why he could never ride. Would look at his height. Yeah, he yeah. could climb up a big wheel. On that they were called the future. <laughs> right. He saw them at the, at the World's Fair yeah. <laughs> one year, 1939. Mm. Come see the whirling dervish <laughs> and Chuck. <laughs> this fall on the Dumont Network. Uh, <laughs> now, but uh, is this the point where they basically are like, "All right, cool, we're stunting. Now what?" Well, so and, okay, so Nicole Kidman's out stunting around doing her own thing while they're fixing their bikes and listening to tunes, mm-hmm. and so she she gets accosted by them. Like, yeah, she, she goes like back to a boat. She goes back to where they something. had stashed the things okay. to begin with, and then like the two guys chase her in there, and they're like, "Hey, we're the police. You're gonna give us those things mm-hmm. back, and then we'll let you go. No big deal." And she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah she plays stupid. Like, oh, well, you just pick the apples. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like, she what? ends up clicking on the radio, hoping that the yeah. guys will hear her. But they're also playing a radio radio, as right. in an FM radio. Mm-hmm. So they don't hear anything that's going on with her. It, I, but I, the cops do. Yeah, I, I love this the spatial geometry on this one, because this radio is behind her. Yeah. And they're off in the corner whispering so that she can't hear. But the radio is picking it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like these are powerful radios. Apparently. Yeah. Also, but again, kids the other side of the world. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sound Think works things, different when it's upside uh, down. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, different. Right. The Coriolis effect yeah. and the um, yeah, sound goes upper level winds. <laughs> and, you know, typhoons uh-huh. go backwards yeah. in right. the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Mm. Oh. And all the barriers are around Australia, like the reef. Right. You know, yep. so, yeah. yeah. Keeps the sound in. Yeah. <laughs> great. Short. Yes. They, have, they have great white noise. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. waves are short. Right. Sure, but yeah. tall. Sure, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's all about yeah. frequency. Mm-hmm. Sure. What's the frequency? Is. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so, oh, yes. Any we? Mm. <laughs> Are we gonna play some we? <laughs> any we? Play the we? Oh, uh, we you? Yeah. They <laughs> eventually she kicks one. She kicks one of them. Yep. And kind of runs upstairs, mm-hmm. and while the other one chases her, and yeah, she, she does finally is like help, help. I'm here, and the you know you've got to come. So they do finally hear her cries for help. To, before she kicks the dude. Yes. So they go, you know, but they're on the up. other side of town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the cops have also heard this and they're like, 
Yeah, they they don't know what to look for. Yeah, but like we they know that something's these, going on. Find these keys. Yeah, and and she ends up just going on this kind of like this chase through the docks, mm-hmm. and she ends up on a boat and like running through this houseboat, and the other guy and Whitey is chasing her through there, and she gets back out, gets to the end of the dock, hops on a rowboat, and is like, "Ha ha, yeah, I have smell, you, smell you later, yeah, yeah. later, suckies," <laughs> and <laughs> what? <laughs> but she starts rowing away. Yep. Forgetting that the boat is still tied up to the dock. Yep. She's like, ah, shucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aye, she's a bit of a dinghy bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah. but yeah. so they start reeling her in, yeah. <laughs> just laughing at her. But the other two kids have shown up. And I kind of wish that at some point they had shown her trying to row against them pulling her in, but they never do. No. No. But the other guys have shown up on the dock. One has a spear. Yeah. <laughs> what? Basically, yeah. You know, the... the, uh, it's, the it's a boat hook. Yeah, the I boat know. hook. <laughs> yeah. A boat hook, and then they grabbed a fire extinguisher on their way, too. Yes. And yeah. so one just is going to joust right at him at, at one of the, mm-hmm. the bad guys, and the other that well, guy's the, just like, nah, fuck yeah, it, yeah. I'm jumping in the water. Well, well, the, one guy goes, the, the one guy goes, they'll stop. Yeah. And he goes, he's not stopping. He's not stopping. <laughs> yeah. So and he, one yeah, guy he jumps in the water, in. didn't want to get stabbed. The other one gets fire extinguishered into the water. Right. And then they're in the water, and they just throw empty crates at them for half a second, saying mm-hmm. things like, yeah, get out of here. Hmm. And you guys stink. And yeah. <laughs> I hope you drown. Yeah. I hope you, you die screaming. You're villainous. <laughs> the, the best thing about this is like... I, I, A watery grave. I, I don't remember exactly what the circumstance was, but uh, the whitey dude mm-hmm. at something... I don't know if it was when he pulled up the empty rope or whatever, but mm-hmm. there was something when he went... Oh, I poop. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, I mean, it's just... It's, it's it was pretty... at, at one point where they skidded the car or some point yeah. and they, they were not prepared to start driving or something it's just it's it's funny because yeah. like they're you know with accents saying you know dumb ah, kids villain lines <laughs> yeah poop poop yeah because yeah. later he will tell nicole kim you're into poop now <laughs> <laughs> that was your best so far <laughs> much better thank you very much <laughs> now yeah so I, this just it, they don't it's not like they have thwarted them this just delays no. them 12 seconds because to which begins a 45 minute chase sequence yes Pretty much, yes. <laughs> and this is like a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this goes on a, a while. Mm-hmm. A yeah. long, long while. It's not bad. It's not, you know, boring or anything. I mean, there's like child's movie stunts going on here yeah. where no one's particularly getting injured. I think we're skipping the, the biggest stunt spectacular of the movie, though. When they, we kind of skipped over, like, yeah, they tested the radios. There's more that occurs than when, because they go to like three corners of, around the city. That was during a second test. That, was it? Th- that the construction workers became a part of it. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was when they first were like, all right, go to three different corners. And it was well, weird bits where... It's actually when they're interrogating her. Is it? When the guys are interrogating her, they're saying, you know, like, all right, should we oh, do okay. it? Let's yeah, do yeah. it now. Right. And right. what is... What basically the setup is that all these construction people are doing stuff. And the guys are like, when I a, yell at you on the radio, yeah. do now. When I say now, drop you drop now. the thing. Yeah. The big heavy thing. Yeah. So... So, yes, there's the guy with a crane. He's got a big piece of metal mm-hmm. over and like this this asshole foreman dude like come out and yelled at a dog get away from like, my car you mangy like, man. get away from my freshly clean car which yeah. it was like a shitty station wagon we know yeah, and, but like <laughs> this thing guy is like you know hurry up and don't drop it until i tell you now and yeah. so like of course when they're like and yeah, tell us where the information is now, now he's like see? oh now and he oh, yeah. pulls the thing and, and he pulls the thing and immediately he has a look like oh fuck i should have done that <laughs> but not only does he drop it and crush this car this car is filled with all the gasoline oh my mm-hmm. god 
Like this, it's he had just cars. fueled up with like three thousand octane. Yeah, mm-hmm. like filled the car, <laughs> not just the tank, the car filled yeah. the car with gasoline. Rolled up the windows. This thing drops on it, and ma- I just this might might as well have been the the tanker truck in Fury Road. Yeah, I mean <laughs> th- this thing just goes up, and you're like, well, all right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But they're not done because like over somewhere else they've got a bunch of chains hooked up to a building, mm-hmm. and they're like, don't pull it till we say now, and then the guys say now again on the radio. And they just pull this building down with everyone going, oh, God, no. Yeah, everyone yep. diving out of the way. But yes, yeah. yeah, so there was some random stunting random that was stunt not, spectacular not car construction. or BMX related. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Otherwise, there is a lot of them going down streets and cutting down alleys. Mm-hmm. And this this uh, 72 Ford or whatever it is chasing them. It is a 72 Ford Galaxy LTD. Nice. I had to look it up because that car is fucking awesome. That car I is a survivor. That car. Yeah. That car. Uh yeah, so like it's all kind of cartoonish. Like we're not trying to kill the kids. Yeah, because at one point he says he's like, "Don't." Well, like thirty minutes like, into the can... chase, he's like, "Don't you think it's weird that we haven't hit the kids yet?" Yeah, and... <laughs> but early on he says like, "We can hit him. Yeah, we just can't kill him." Yeah, and then there's like there's the running joke that that Whitey desperately wants to drive but he can't fucking do it mm-hmm. but any given any opportunity to get behind the wheel he will just he's gonna giddily get behind the wheel and just fucking go <laughs> so, to which mustache yeah. has to like dive through the but, sunroof like but I mean, fucking this, idiot what are you doing this is like part car to bmx chase part foot to bmx chase you know it, it's just it yeah. it goes all over the place water inclu- slides including a water park yeah. at one point they're like they bmx into this water park and they're just like Fuck it, we're taking our BMXs down this like you know tube, you know fully enclosed yeah. in ca- uh, closed th- tube slide. Three water that is slides, a big tube slide yeah. too. Each because take if one they down. Can fit a bike all the way in it. Yeah, they not, go not riding it. No, like, they no. go head first with their bikes out in front of them. It was built for Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really know what purpose this serves because the bad guys could have just run down to the bottom while they're wee down yeah. the, down the tubes. Well, I like that they of the two of them they send uh, mustache to yeah. chase him, which I said it's now at John Waters Park. Yes, because. Very it's good. the one two of them. Yeah. You know. And in fact, he just bumps that guy and he just comically is just like, oh, no, I'm slowly going down a water slide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, heavens to Betsy. Yeah, he, he's really selling the zaniness of him. He is pushed yes. down this wearing a suit. <laughs> but yeah, yeah and, then, but, and eventually they end up in a hangar like they they yeah, s- somehow yep. find like they, <laughs> they go, just yeah, they just know that this hangar is unlocked and it's an abandoned like airplane hangar. Yep. And they just they stunt around this for well, a long well, okay, time. So they, they get in and they're like. They won't find us in here. They shut the door. They've got like a barn door that they bar Mm -hmm. and they're like, all right, we're safe in here. They can't get in. And as soon as they say they can't get in, the car just like (laughs) the car just explodes through the wall of this warehouse. And then it's five to ten minutes of just stunting around this place Mm -hmm. until the kids decide driving in circles and biking in circles. That's that's all that happens. Whitey hang out the the sunroof. Yes. Twirling, trying to Uh stay facing forward mm. and not doing well. But eventually the kids are like, we should just go through this office part and leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the whole crux of this chase is like, this car is, is Jason. Like, yeah. like wherever they go, <laughs> no matter what they do, mm-hmm. somehow the car is immediately right behind them. No matter like what yeah. they've done to mm-hmm. stop it, you know, to let, let it get stuck somewhere else. Yeah. The, the as soon piece, as they turn the corner yeah, each- there, to the point where one of them's like, <laughs> Did we lose him? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I reckon we did. And then it turns the corner. It's right there. It's like, oh, I reckon not. Mm-hmm. And like, it just, it keeps going on yeah. and mm-hmm. on and on. And I appreciate that it has a variety of environments that they do it in, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, 
these are BMX bikes. And all you ever ride them on is the road mm-hmm. <laughs> where the car can get to you. Yeah, because they're going down like stairs and yeah. like. And I know it's a movie. Like, sure. like we need to plausibly keep this car chasing them. Yeah. But there's a certain point where you're just like, all right, guys. Like yeah, they even learned an E.T. Like if you want to lose them, go to the dirt roads yeah. and yeah. stuff. But yeah. all right. So it's it's silly and it's a kid's movie and these things go on far too long. Mm-hmm. I will say that there is some brian trenchard smith flair going on oh, absolutely. because there's oh, yeah. like there's there's cool cameras stuck on interesting parts of the bike so you get like pedal cam and like foot cam and then like there will be shots where i i'm guessing they have like a glass plate because the bikes will literally drive directly over the camera yeah yep. and then the car will like go right over they the do camera. that in the and, warehouse yeah. a lot and we have not like, mentioned five or six shots yeah. in the warehouse yeah and we have not mentioned that every time the bikes go over the camera yeah there's a Yes. Oh yeah. They all they all have like a laser future sound. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the future. Yes. Also, when Man. hitting sweet the stunts, they yes. get uh, there's some a, a whooshy sound. sounds. Yeah. Um. There. So there was some on foot stuff where they're like going down sidewalks and like some movers get in the way and you know it's just mm-hmm. oh the oh, fat oh, yeah, the they, kid joins in at one point because they're going on the road and he's just like and he's got two ice cream cones and they walk by and each grab them yeah yes and he ends up like running and slipping on a banana peel onto the ice cream cone to which mm-hmm. there's some kids standing by going ha ha you have ice cream on your mm-hmm. butt yeah they laugh at him for a while and then he's like "Ooh, you i'll get you, you and bandits <laughs> so yeah he joins in the the chase for a little bit for kind of no reason mm-hmm. but there's yeah. the, they're in like a gravel pit at one point mm-hmm. uh which harlow you were like oh man here comes a sweet stunt because the car was way up yeah and they were way down in this pit but then all of a sudden the car is just where they are right yeah. And plus, you know, uh, why you started driving. So yeah. it was yeah. like, here's the guy that's just bumping into everything. <laughs> right. And like, they literally go by some like road pylons, like metal ones, mm-hmm. and they fall over like dominoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dominoes. And he, <laughs> yeah, they go through a mall. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where like, like into a shoe store where mm-hmm. they're, tr- the guys are trying to chase them on foot while mm-hmm. they're running bikes through yeah. these, I mean, all these stores in the mall. Lots of, lots of places. But yeah, that, that shot in the quarry or whatever, it's like. It just feels like, all right, here's where the big stun is going to be, where this yeah. car just gets dropped and, and, and destroyed, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it doesn't. It's just, no, yeah, no. It just Jason's down to the bottom of the quarry. It's like, oh, all mm-hmm. right. And yeah, and eventually they just kind of get away because they sort of fucked up the car enough to make it start smoking. It, because it had crashed into something outside and mm-hmm. they're hiding in, in another warehouse amongst all the Castrol GTX cans. Yeah. And they're like, uh, we better get used to these bars. You know, we're, we should go to the cops, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like. One of them's like, no, if we go to the cops, we're going to have to get used to these bars. Um, so, But they decide to go to the cops. To well, turn no, the they in. don't, because what happens is the cops are like, we've got this. And the cops go to the fat kid and are like, okay. where'd you get that walkie talkie? And then they cut to the three of them are in the police station. Like, okay, the, like okay. the fat kid ratted them out. Yeah, because they had been discussing doing yeah. it. But yeah. OK, so they had they we had not seen them come to a decision. It just cut mm-hmm. away from them for like, let's see what the fat kid's up to. The cops are like. Boy, where'd you get that? And then all of a sudden they're in jail yeah. or and they're the, in the prison. And the sergeant's just immediately like, like, I'm going to let you go. But yeah. here's how you screwed up. You know, you screwed up, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't do this again. Yeah. We're keeping these things. And they're like, well, we have an idea on how to catch them. Get out. Because they're like, because the cops are like, well, you need to pay for all this damage you did during your fucking stunting. And they're like, well, we have an idea how to pay for that. And he's like, not nah, get out. And he's like, but we can really. Nope. Outside. <laughs> so. As they're going on their way out, they're like, steal the walkie talkies. Mm-hmm. So they steal the walkie talkies and it just becomes let's let's meet the, the trio. 
Let, let's meet all the bad guys. Well, they but they go and plan with the all the rest of the BMXers in town too because they're like they've amassed an army. They have a, they have a BMX <laughs> army and they and they arm them with bags of flour. And they're like, they're like, you know what to do, right? <laughs> and they're all like, like, yay, throw the flower. Yeah, we're like, going to we're going to hand them an empty case. We're going to trail them back. To, you know, we're going to set up a ne- network of spies right. who radio back in with yeah. all of our cool radios that we stole and where they go. And then we're going to attack them with flour. Mm-hmm. So they go to this meet or they actually they just they don't have a meet. They're, they're just like, like they're just hanging around. They're like, man, they've been chasing us everywhere now that we want them to find us. Yeah, they can't find us. And they, but they're immediately found. And of course, uh, the boss is with them now because right. he's, he's like, like you two nincompoops. You have till your- noon. We got to do this job yeah. thing. So they're like, give us that box. And also give us Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. And the, the two kids are like, uh, that wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, well, your plan is your children. Yeah, your children. You suck. Yeah. Get out of here. We're taking Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Go. And they're like, well, what do we do? And they should have said. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> yeah. They've known they've known her a day. <laughs> yeah, they should have just been like, "Yeah, that's what you get. You shouldn't hang out with us. It's bad." But they've been on an adventure. Adventure. Um, yeah. So anyway, they've all got Nicole Kidman now, and eventually they radio to figure out they're going to some dead end street somewhere, mm-hmm. and they're just, so, they charge army. Yeah, and they have like wrapped this this case with so much wire and Nicole Kidman is just bothering them the whole time. Well, she's she's doing like she's trying to tell the plot of a horror movie right. and distracting Mustache who's driving. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and Whitey's just like, "Oh man, so much wire." Yeah. yeah I like that Mustache is into it because oh, yeah. like like the boss stops. He's like, "I I can't believe this. I can't believe what I'm hearing." And he's like, <laughs> I can't believe kids are allowed to watch this stuff. It's, it's, where are, where their, are parents? their parents? It's, yeah, it's weird that like the the bad guys become the like all oh, these darn kids yeah. and oh, violent movies. Yeah, this right. is the problem. Yeah, but mustache is like wants to hear how the movie ends. He's like, this is my only chance to hear how the sentence. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, Nicole Kidman just kind of goes blah, and then th- he crashes the car, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we're getting out here yeah. in this dead end area. So. They've met like there. There's some garbage mm-hmm. men. They're they're changing trucks into this yeah. this different. It, it should be noted that their their plan uh, somehow consists of if we get the bad guys, the city will build as a BMX park. Yeah, because there was reward reward money. Reward. So yeah. they wanted the reward. Okay, they will pay back. They'll be able to pay back what they pay the damages. Owe, yeah. Pay back the damages and then and use the rest to build a BMX track. Sure, it's, it's a great idea. It's Australia. That that's in their charter. Is it? Dollary yeah. Dues. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With enough Dollary Dues, yeah. Yeah. they can buy a BMX track. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You get all the all the gold coins they have. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the kangaroos. <laughs> all the siblings. Kangaroobles. <laughs> I don't know. It's a quality plan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. yes. There yeah. it is. <laughs> so, we can go but all the kids, are like, they're basically getting out, and Nicole Kidman's like, guess what's in the box? And, yeah. and they're like, what's in the fucking box? They're like, it's a blanket. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a blanket. <laughs> a blanket. Yeah, because because Whitey's like smallpox. Whitey's like these new radios, and yeah. he's so pissed. And they get outside, and, uh, and you know the boss is like, "Son of a bitch." Yes. He's an Italian Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a beach. Son of a beach. Son of a beach. <laughs> it's a full gaze. The plane bus. But he's he's flipping out because shit. We don't have our radios. What are we gonna do? Right. This plan's not and gonna then, work. And she's like, "You better watch out because yeah. we're coming for you." 
Or, she, or she's like, we've got people holding on to the radios if yeah. you want them back. Mm-hmm. And then they look and all the BMXers have approached on the hill. Yeah, they're all ready to charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and they do. And they do. And they to which, and I mean, this is like a lot of BM, like this is at least 60 or 70. Yeah. Riders. All armed it's, with flour. Yeah, it's not like a half ass thing where it's like, oh, we got like 20 kids on the, no. you know. Not like, uh, what was it, Gleaming the Cube does, where it's oh, like, right. oh, the army of skaters is coming, and it's like 12 of them yeah. on the top of a hill. No, this oh. is like like 70 bikes all coming down the hill. Yep. And they come down the hill and just start pelting them. And one dude takes his bike and literally headbutts the dude in the chest with his helmet. Uh-huh. Knocks him back onto the car. Yep. And they're just like, it's bedlam. It is. It's total bedlam. The kids have the upper hand, and then... All of the bad guys get away at once. Mm-hmm. Like, because there there are three... Well, like, not before grabbing Nicole Kibben yet again. No, I know, but uh, th- th- that's what I mean. It's like, there are, there are some garbage men there who are part of the plan with this mm-hmm. other truck. The kids all focus on them and are, like, fucking mass stomping them oh, to yeah, death. Oh, yeah, they're, they're fucking... <laughs> those guys are dead. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of the named bad guys get into the truck and drive away. Yeah. Well, the, those garbage men, they got Australian justice. <laughs> Justice. 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 Yeah. Australian justice. Anyway. uh, They got the big boat. (laughs) The BMF kids. BMF kids. The BMX. That's us. (laughs) That's our Saturday morning cartoon. Um, The BMX kids. This week on BMF kids. Uh, The the one has shown up and jumped onto the back of the the truck as it's speeding away. And then the other one's like, I'll be right there. And then he also... Well, he bikes his way to it. He has yeah, to catch up. That's true. And Nicole Kidman's like, there's a BMXer outside. Mm-hmm. Gonna get you. <laughs> and they're like, ah, run him off the road. <laughs> so they think they do, but now both kids are on the back of the truck, and then mm-hmm. both kids are on the top of the truck. And they're just driving this truck like an idiot, just like, get off our truck, just swerving mm-hmm. all over the place. Uh, so the kids' plan is to just blind the drivers with this tarp that's on the top of the truck. Mm-hmm. And they do. It works. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they crash into... Because there's a point where they're all like climbing on the top. And I'm like, uh, what's your plan, kids? Yeah. Because... Yeah. What, what are you going to do here? Yeah. You, now you now gonna, that you've made it, are you just going to kind of hang on till you they gonna, stop? Indiana Jones down the front of this thing? <laughs> yeah. or what? Do you, how, how's this going to go? But yes, there happens to be a canvas up top that yes. they can just roll so out. Yep. And they blind the driver and he crashes into a demonstration of a foam-based... Fertilizer. fertilizer, fertilizer, yeah, on a golf course. Yes, they spent way too long setting up this fertilizer joke. Like, yes, they could have just run into something that said foam right. on the side, and the same thing would have happened. <laughs> but so they crash into this, and then it's a foam party set to ragtime music <laughs> for five minutes. <laughs> it's not that. It's not that long. It's three not that minutes. Long it's it, not, was, it, it was long enough for me like, to wish for a, a ragtime version of Lil John. Because there's one dude with the hose just sp- spraying foam and everything. And I'm like, from the windows yeah. to the walls. <laughs> they're all in this foam party, like the, the kids uh-huh. and the bad guys. And they're all beefing. They're all fighting just like, mm-hmm. oh, you with the foam and I'll get you. Meanwhile, all the cops have shown up and surrounded like where the foam is just like the mm-hmm. barrier of the foam. And they're just standing there like, well, wait. <laughs> yeah. we'll wait till y'all are done and then just cut to bmx track bmx track yeah the plan was a success i guess mm-hmm. and like and as the kids are racing credits just start rolling over it yeah mm-hmm. over all this footage of all this racing yeah, yeah and and the bmx bandits have won trophies sure for yep. something and they receive the trophies and a bunch of bmxers 
stunt around this place and race and do various things as the credits roll. Mm -hmm. But the movie's over. It sure (laughs) is. Yeah. It just kind of is done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's an easy movie to talk about because there's really only three scenes. (laughs) Kind of. It's like introduction, chase, second chase. Yeah. Well, Uh, we should probably know. I mean, we talked about some of the visuals. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Seal was the director of photography on it, which... Mm -hmm. If you look at his filmography, you know that this is a real guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's made. Well, we mentioned well, Fury Road. He, he shot Fury shot Road. Fury Road. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, he shot like Ron Howard movies mm-hmm. and, you know, just yeah, like. One of the Harry Potter, yeah. you know, just like real movies and plenty of them. Yeah. Not just like early Nicole Kidman. I, yeah. Well, I don't know how early in his filmography this is, but I mean, I'm saying it's another like. Eh, won the Oscar for the English version. Right. I mean, this, this dude. Yeah. And this movie looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I like as far as cars where they lock a camera on, like, right by the wheel well, mm-hmm. and then, you know, but you can still see, it's not just you're seeing the wheel well, like if it was Albert Pune, you see, like, <laughs> yeah. the way, like, the kids on the bikes going right by it, and just that sort of, like, there's a lot of just inventive mm-hmm. shots going on. It's a really well shot movie yeah. for yep. what it is. Yep. Yeah. It's bright and colorful because the kids are red, yellow, and blue. Yeah. And the kids have good chemistry. Like, they're all right. They get, they have good timing together. And the dialogue isn't terrible. Goose's little quips, <laughs> just every single time something is said, he has a little, a little jab yeah. or a little joke to throw in. And it works mm-hmm. amazingly. Yeah, they're not terribly annoying. No. Yeah. Yeah, I well, mean, they're not it, they're not young kids or teenagers at least. So yeah, I was like gonna say. That. I mean, like it should be noted, like Nicole Kidman's probably what 15, 16, 16 yeah, in this movie. Yeah. So, so it's early. And the two like the main henchmen that we focus on, the the two like main characters of the film, mm. essentially, they're very entertaining. Like they yeah. are good at the physical stuff, and you know, it it seems they don't come across as murderous assholes. They're just like, we really need to get these things back or else the boss is going to be mad at us. They're home alone villains. It's like, they're, Mm -hmm. they're going to murder those kids if they get a chance, but it all comes across as, yeah. 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 Cause I mean, when they first accost Nicole Kidman, they're like, we can't beat her up. We have to drown her. Mm -hmm. So no marks, (laughs) you know, we have to make it look like an accident, but they're still kind of (laughs) likable. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like just there's the scene when they get when they get the crate back and they take Nicole Kidman Mm -hmm. where mustache is like holding the knife at him. Yeah. And he just keeps like holding the knife at him and he tries to get in the car through the window (laughs) and then he can't do it. So he climbs on the hood and then goes through the sunroof. Yeah. All the while still pointing the knife at them as if it was like a gun or something. Just like run at me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to poke you. Yeah. 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 I Okay. Um, It's over. Let's rate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, ratings. I, I can go. Okay. All right. Three jicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this is. I fun. think we made more jacks than that. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's, it's probably going to be pretty forgettable over time because there's not much there, but it's sure as hell entertaining while you're watching it, mm-hmm. and that's really all I can ask for. And we had fun doing horrible Australian accents. <laughs> Boy, did we. Watching it and doing this podcast yeah. and all of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it's 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 a good three jocks. You're not going to be disappointed watching it, but you're not going to want everyone you know to come watch it with you. 
you're not going to get stunt rock here. I mean, it's yeah, uh, this is not stunt rock yeah. in any form. Yeah. But but what stunts are there are well filmed, absolutely, yes. and have a whoosh sound as the bikes go by. Yes, it is way better in every way than it deserves to be. It's not outstanding, but for what this movie could be, it's like if I was grading it on the what you would expect out of an 80s BMX movie from Australia starring Nicole Kidman for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, um, it would be like a thousand stars. But judging it fairly, I think it's about a three jocks. A couple more explosions maybe and it would make it four. <laughs> um but I'm I was really pleasantly surprised. Like the the thing that I kept being shocked by was how good I thought the the chemistry was between the our our three stars. Um and just that like the fact that the dialogue was kinda snappy and not just like a bunch of kids going, Ah I don't know what to do. Oh my god, there's a BMX bike. Oh, what do we do with these radios? You know, yeah. for... and apparently it was younger kids originally when they scripted it. Yeah. Well, and then they, banged, they bumped it up it. to teenagers, yeah. which works a lot better. Yeah. Yes. Way less shitty teenagers than expected. So three mm-hmm. jocks. Good job. Yeah. BMX. Good job. BMX bandits. <laughs> bandits. Three uh, jokes. Yeah. Uh, I, I can echo the three jocks. It's, this is a fun movie to watch. It, it's not going to stick with you, but it's it's colorful. The music's good. The stunts are fun. It's. It was a little shocking to me how completely simple the plot was. Like, I kept waiting for, like, a another shoe to drop of some mm-hmm. kind. Like, at, you know, it, it, like, when the cops finally have them, they say something like, you know, well, there could have been bombs in those things. What did you... Why were you messing with them at all? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, well, that would be a fun third act thing where they have to go <laughs> save all the kids who are going to explode or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's literally just kids meet they find these radios they sell them chase the end i mean that's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> literally it and it's it it still works like it i don't feel like i got gypped or anything i no. it was like okay that's totally cool i mean they did a bunch of stunts and i don't know what i expected going into it i don't think i got what i expected but it's still perfectly acceptable yep. yeah i mean if if i had seen this when i was seven this oh, would yeah. have been like my favorite movie sure. of all time. Yeah, I'd be singing whatever song that is at the end. Unfortunately, it took 35 years to me to see yeah. it, for me to see it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's colorful. It's bright. The Blu-ray looks great. Yeah. Um, there, there's some fun to be had with early 80s Australia just looking at it, like, you know, looking at the stores and it's like, what is that? What, what are these things? <laughs> I've never seen any of these cars. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're selling with this sign. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like, what could that possibly be? What like, was that one thing? It was like, what's a sheeples or something? No, no, sheeples, but that's what people say. Oh, yeah, it was like something was 1250 yeah. and it was shippies or something shippies, like that. Yeah, I was like, I oh, was come like, get your shippies. It's like, like, what is that? What? I, I don't know. And there was like a, a zoo apparel store and it's like, is that a store for zoo animals to go get clothes? It was called New Zoo. New Zoo, but it was a clothing store. I don't know. Maybe uh, they just sold things like Izod, anything that had like an animal. <laughs> maybe, on it. yeah, Lacoste. I don't know. Yeah, it was just a. I would just totally go there, and you know that place is a parking lot now. So, right. But anyway, yeah, it's fun. Fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to go a little bit lower. I'm going to give it only give it two jocks. I mean, it's. I think I might have gone higher if it wasn't for the graveyard scene that feels like it goes on forever. That does kind um, of suck the life out of the movie yeah. for a while. But it, 
I went through a phase where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch all of these, you know, quick to VHS or, or DVD things with like, hey, star. And they, you know, badly photoshopped them onto the cover. And then, you know, you watch the movie and they're in it for like five minutes as the, you know, towel boy or some shit <laughs> right, like that. Yeah. You know, and it's like I've seen so many of these and they're either a absolutely awful or b like. I don't know which is worse, like when they just, you know, slap these together and it's like the person's not even the star or they're not even remotely close to the star. They don't even have a speaking line. Mm-hmm. Or it was like one of those movies where they got famous while they were making it. And so, like, they beef up this role that's not supposed to be as big just to, like, give them a bigger part or something like that. Right. I've seen a lot of, like, really bad, like, oh, and introducing so-and-so, the lost movie. There's mm-hmm. just a ton of bad ones like this. And this is surprisingly a really good, you know, movie for for this, for, yeah. for, for it being one of those ones where it's like, hey... You know, that Oscar winner, Nicole Kidman, here she is in this movie she made in Australia. It's just like, it's surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's not particularly remarkable, except for how it's shot and that it's semi-decent, you know. Uh, that's remarkable. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah, we did remark on it for a while. We did, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I wasn't quite as high on it. Okay. I only have so many jocks to give, and I rated last week's higher than everybody else, so. Spoiler alert. You have unlimited jocks to give. I do? Yeah. What? Give as many as you want. Table flip. (laughs) (laughs) Can't. It's bolted to the wall. Anyway. All right. Let's take a break, shall we? Sure. All right. All right, welcome back. Oi, 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 if case, if number two. What? No. What is the second <laughs> accent you're doing? I don't understand. <laughs> so, um, uh, the, yeah, go the on. Down under half. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta talk about a place out in the Pacific. Uh, uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right, uh, there it is. Yeah, um, yeah. No, Chuck and I went to all Pacific Rim uprising. We did, because, yeah. Because of course we would, because it's fucking Pacific Rim and. There's another one. Right. Uh, giant robots fighting monsters. Why would you not? Exactly. Yeah. Let me just, just say, okay, one thing before we start talking about Pacific Rim Uprising. One thing. The day before, I rewatched, like, sat down and watched start to finish Pacific Rim mm-hmm. just to get caught back up. Sure. And that movie is, I, I love everything about it. Like, there, there's just nothing about that movie that rubs me the wrong way. And I'm, I'm constantly baffled by people who watch that movie and go, meh. I, I just... I, I think there's so much creativity in that movie. It's it's astounding, mm-hmm. and I. It is a feast for the eyes. It it really is. Like you look at it and just go, I'm just baffled by the effects of it. Of just like, like obviously the robots and the kaiju and everything like that are are not real, mm-hmm. but like just the hangar, you know, the shatter dome and all that shit. It's just like everything just looks so amazing. Yep. It's called the shatter dome. Yes, it is. It, <laughs> yes. And that's another thing, too, is that everything has a badass name. Mm-hmm. Everything. Stacker motherfucking Stacker Pentecost. Pentecost. Stacker Pentecost. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything is just so cool about it. Everything. That's the kind of thing like, you know, I, I like to hope that uh, did, did uh, Guillermo, Guillermo. Yeah, I can't say that. Uh huh. Did he write that movie too? Uh, co-wrote it. Yeah, yeah. co-wrote it. So I'm, I'm just, that's the kind of thing like that I hope that he had a list of like, you know, like most writers have a, just a jot book of mm-hmm. like 
that's a cool name. That's a cool thing. Yeah. Like I gotta I, use that someday. Like you know, I just hope somewhere there's a there's a notebook that's a stacker Pentecost, and it mm-hmm. was just like, when's the right time? Yeah, this is the right time. This is it. This man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once they knew they had Idris Elba. Yeah. Like, yep. Yeah. That but, he is stacker Pentecost. So anyway. Yes. There's a sequel five years later mm-hmm. called Pacific Rim Uprising. Mm. Uh, ten, uh, how much longer is it set? Ten years. Ten years later. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like the next generation no, of Pacific no, Rim guys. No. I mean it. <laughs> Isn't it isn't because I mean John Boyega plays Stacker Pentecost's kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jake Pentecost. Oh come the fuck on! <laughs> like how did Stacker Pentecost not name his kid something cool like fucking Epsilon Pentecost or yeah. <laughs> Folding Jake <laughs> Folder Folder Pentecost? <laughs> yeah, just you know <laughs> Stapler Pentecost, Hole Punch Pentecost, Stacker Two Pentecost, yeah. <laughs> the world's strongest fat burner. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All these things. Uh, but yes, he's Jake Pentecost. He's fine. Jake Pentecost. But, Skull uh, Crusher Pentecost. I, I, I mean, in a nutshell, the easiest way to sum this up is I think we both kind of came to the same conclusion. It's like mm-hmm. the only thing wrong with this movie is that it's not Pacific Rim. Yep. It's, its biggest flaw is that Pacific Rim exists. Yeah. Like if this had just come out and been a thing, we'd be like, oh, man, fuck yeah. Ro- robots punching monsters. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is great. I love everything about this. But when you have that first movie to compare it to, it, I, I came out of it saying I enjoyed it. I, I really don't have a problem with any of it. I understand that it was made for an international audience because the international box office is what saved the first movie. That's how we got this one. Right. So like all the people stuff has to be super generic so they can dub it into what millions of languages it has to be dubbed into. But there's just nothing in it that's as cool as any of a list of 10 things I could point to in Pacific Rim and go, man, that shit was fucking rad. Yeah. Like that little detail was fucking rad. And there's just, there's not any of that in this. I, I will say something that might immediately sound like it's going to unsell you on it, but go with me for a second. Mm-hmm. There is. So like the first one was very much kind of strangely loaded in its robot action because it's sort of like, here's cool action scene with the robots. Here's a mid you know movie action scene. And then it's kind of like, no robot shit for a long time until the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one's like no robot shit until about three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah. So there's a lot of more setup. I mean, there's a quick Jaeger thing in the beginning, but it's, it's much more back ended with the action. Yeah. So there, there is a lot of the intro parts that kind of have a transformers movie, uh, like kinetic vibe thing going on, which you, I could totally get because those things do gangbusters. That's mm-hmm. why there's five of those fucking movies and, mm-hmm. and all Americans going, why are there five fucking Transformers movies? Yeah. Cause they make three times as much in China. Right. Exactly. Know? This, the first one never for a second ever felt like a Transformers movie. Right. This one does. Yeah. But it, it feels it, like a good Transformers movie. Yeah, that's what movie. I was about to say. It's, it's a, it feel it has that Transformers movie kinetic action thing going on without the unnecessary camera masturb- masturbation that Michael Bay does. Right. You know, so it's just like you will have things where it's like, all right, this is awfully, you know, frantic, but it, it it's like the best Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yes, it, that's a good thing you can say yeah. about this movie is it's a very good Transformers movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then it becomes, you know, the Pacific Rim crazy shit you want by the end. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of what you want in this. Yeah. A lot. Um, and I and I really like like this is another one where, you know, it, it I know we just said it's not. Uh, Pacific Rim, the next generation, but it kind of is because this one is about the, 
all right, we, we're pretty sure we've won, so we're just kind of maintaining this in a just-in-case scenario. So yeah. you're following, like, recruits, you know, whereas other one was like, we're pretty much Jaeger pilots and we're ready to go. This one is like, we were kind of following some recruits and, you know. It was uh, like end times and this is all that's left yeah. in the first one. And this is just like, we should probably keep this going just, just in, in case. case yeah. But so we don't really have the best of the best. We just have some some punk kids. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of get Jaeger kids by the end when, you know, when yeah. shit goes south as I mean, that's not really a spoiler. It's like, yeah. you know, some drama in the movie happens and, 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 you know, these kids have to like step up if you will. And but like none of the kids, the but, they're, but, they're, but they're good. <laughs> like, I mean, they, they cast good kids. Yeah. None of the kids are annoying. And there's like the main kid is a younger girl than everyone else in the cast. And she's not an, remotely annoying. Yeah. So she's, she's not really, yeah. she's, she's like 20. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> she just, yeah. She looks, oh. I seriously, I have no idea. Like she has like some kind of weird stunted growth. Cause I swore she was like, 12 okay yeah but i mean she's i'm sure little, she was supposed to be that kid yeah she's supposed to be 12 in the movie <laughs> okay. i think but it was like yeah it's it's insane but like they try to give her the same kind of backstory that they gave the girl in pacific rim the, like mm-hmm. the tragic like this happened mm-hmm. but that flashback is so good in pacific rim yeah. and i just as soon as i see that little girl man i just i'm i lose it i was like this kid is fucking terrified i don't know what you did to that kid del toro to terrify her so much but i believe her i believe that she knows that a monster is about to eat her mm-hmm. and in this movie they try to do the same thing and it's just like nah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but it, it's it's still fun it's yeah. still a, a mighty fun movie yeah. I, i'll say this in that this, just just talking about like the little details of pacific rim that seem like it, they had so much thought put into them this movie just doesn't have that. And one like example I can give is I know we all talked about when we did the the spoiler cast for it for Pacific Rim, how it was interesting to note that the Jaeger pilots would go out of their way not to cause destruction when they were fighting. Like mm-hmm. it, it's one point specifically, they like stepped over, stepped a over bridge, a, 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 a passenger, yep. uh, a pedestrian walkway instead of just smashing right through it, which is what any movie would do. They would just smash right through it. Mm-hmm. But as they're going to fight this monster in the city, they step over this thing to avoid causing damage. And continually you're saying things like, let's lead it out of the city. Yes. Pacific Rim Uprising is fuck all the things. Yeah. Fuck this city. Mm-hmm. We are going to use the buildings as weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's another one of those movies where shit goes wrong immediately and people are for some reason still working in office buildings like they're just stand- like, you know, like the Godzilla movie where just like they've been fighting in the city for an hour and people are still like at their desks watching this happen. Like you should be getting the fuck out of the hey, building. They didn't want to get stuck in traffic. I guess. I don't know. But like how Jews cause a lot of traffic yeah, jams? But it's just another one of those movies where it's like, oh, no, these people did not evacuate. <laughs> they're kaiju- they're, they're they, dead. They work for a kaiju clockwalker <laughs> watcher boss. You know, it's just like yeah. we're going to dock you for that pay. Yeah. It's like, um, no, you're not leaving. Yeah. Kaiju or no kaiju. You, you don't have to finish this deadline. You don't have any PTO left. And, yeah. 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 So you sit at your desk. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just it. The way it sounds to me, it's almost like a cover version of Pacific Rim where where it's like, yeah. you know, these people like the original thing. Mm-hmm. They want to do it, but they're not the same people. You know, it, it's like yes. they, they don't have the vision that someone like Del Toro does. I, absolutely. That is absolutely. Oh, a fact. Yeah, sure. Yeah. They're just none of that. Like. There, there's just none. I mean, there are some there are some cool ass moments in Pacific, Pacific Rim Uprising. There's just nothing in it where you're just like, oh, man, fuck. Yes. And it just loses that. There's that sheen in like the especially the night stuff in the first one. Yeah. That, you know, there's nothing as visually arresting as that. Yeah. Everything's in the daytime yeah. and super bright. And the, the Jaegers are more animated for some reason. Like they kind of react strangely to things like whipping their heads around and, you know, doing head mm-hmm. tilts and stuff like that. It's just like. 
This is a weird upgrade to the Jaeger pilot program where <laughs> Yeah. So Do I, they still have uh country coded teams? Or is that kind of gone now? Because that was kind of something super cool about the first one. Was it was it's like, all right, each country had their own. There, there's yeah. there. It's an international cast. I'll say that. Like yeah. every every country where the first movie was popular is represented in the cast. Mm-hmm. But there's no like. And now Team yeah. Japan is yeah. here. No, there's none of that. I mean, they they make reference to Crimson the Typho. old yeah. cast somewhat because there's like a memorial wall type thing. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned the memorial. Wall. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. It's just like there's your stacker Pentecost and here's the cool spiky eared Russian dude. And they have little holograms. And yes. Stuff. The, Ooh, the Australian dude who piloted the Jaeger with stacker Pentecost who blew up to save everybody is not on the fucking memorial wall. And this movie never mentions him or his dad. His dad fucking survived and was king of the well, they Shatter never, Dome. They never even really talked about what happened to Raleigh either. Yeah. No, they they mentioned Raleigh by name once, but yeah. it's just like, we don't know if he's dead or alive. Right. Not mm-hmm. that it matters, but they don't mention Clifton Collins at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's, it's strange who they keep and who they just completely toss aside. Mm-hmm. So it's just. But I, I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to think of an example where it was like a real filmmaker if you will made a movie and then there was offshoot movies this is better than most of those i've seen sure i will say mm-hmm. it's it feels it's still yeah it's the, it's the cover band version but it's still pretty good yeah i mean i'm just trying to think of like an example robocop sure yeah yeah robocop 2 comes along and you're like ah, yeah, fuck this it's yeah. Mm, yeah. it just no there's none of it that's right there are some clever things in robocop 2 yes but there's some the aping whole. of the original formula that works in RoboCop 2, but as a whole, it's just like, you guys just don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. just don't get it. Or, you know, well, you don't like the first one, but I mean, like, the thousands of scanner sequels, it's like the first one's right. made by a real filmmaker, and yeah. it's like, you know... The rest are... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, there's there's a whole bunch of, you know, throughout history where it's like, real filmmaker made first thing, and then there's sequels. This is better than most of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's absolutely worth seeing. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. It's just not Pacific Rim. Yeah. So... Cool. Oh well. Well, I, I I've got other movies. What what do you, what do you want? To do? I just have a TV show. So if you want to talk about your other movies, go okay. Ahead. Well, these should be fairly quick. Um, mm-hmm. I I watch vastly different movies, so I'll just jump into something. Uh, I'll go with newest first. I I watched the new Netflix movie called Game Over Man, which is basically the workaholics people oh, right. made a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's weird because like, it, it, first off, I'll say if like it, it's. It's not a direct continuation. It's not like they're the workaholics characters, but I will say like if you didn't watch the show or if you've ever watched the show and you don't like it, this is not absolutely not going to be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but as someone who enjoyed the show and thought it was pretty funny, this is a pretty funny movie. I mean, it's it's that kind of not that there was they were held back much by what was on Comedy Central because they've gotten very lax about that. Mm-hmm. But this was like, hey, you can do whatever you want now. It's rated R. It's Netflix. Go fucking crazy. You know, so my understanding is it just dicks out in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so that's what everyone. Was, hey, you should watch that new movie. It's got dicks in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, they're I, totally I, dropping them for Harambe. Or what? I, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. There could be some respect there. Going, I don't know. Uh, but I feel like I feel like I missed an opportunity because, you know, my long tradition with uh, Shining Lights T-Strell is I, maybe he won't listen to this and I can oh, rewatch this movie with him. Like this hey, is way too close to reading for him. Don't I'm worry. just saying, like, you know, maybe maybe we should try this movie. This might be funny, and then you know, it's a new bam, comedy. Dicks out for, <laughs> yeah. for a long-standing joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it, it's it's funny, and it, and it's got uh, it's got really funny cameos that you don't expect. Uh, 
Like some of them, it's like, well, yeah, because it seems like there there are certain people that it's like, oh, you've got to deal with Netflix. You're you know contractually obligated to show up in everything Netflix now, and right. vice versa. Yeah. Um, but then there's like some people. It's like, wait, am I missing something? Like, why did you get this person? <laughs> you kind of kind of cameos. Okay, like just off the wall, like. All right. Or like literally people, you just go like, oh, hey, it's you. And they're just sitting in the background, I guess, themselves or, you know, like <laughs> weird shit like that. But and it's also it's it's funny, but it's it's also surprisingly well made for like a, a diehard esque ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's I, I, I'm always in awe of comedy movies that bother to film action pretty well, even if it's, you know, jokey while it's happening. It's like but they they have that action movie sheen thing going on that works pretty well and yeah. and i'm i i just appreciate when you know filmmaking and a comedy isn't just throwaway you know yeah yeah so like i said it's just it's a thing it's easy to watch because it's on netflix but like i said it's it's one of those it's like you know i wouldn't like go say watch run ronnie run if you haven't seen mr show right you know even though that is a direct continuation of a character you know that that sort of thing just like why would you watch brain candy if you've never seen a frame of, of kids in the hall exactly yeah you know, like you know this would be a lot of it's going to be lost on you yeah their their style of banter but yeah mm-hmm. it's enjoyable okay mm-hmm. uh again none of these have any rhyme or reason just random movies i decided to watch uh i was kind of going through a thing where I, I wanted to watch a movie that had been mostly critically lambasted oh. and, you know, but the audience is loved. And I was like, well, there's a really good example of that from last year. So I watched The Greatest Showman. Because oh, yeah. That's people a, hate that. Well, well, critics hate that. Critics people hate fucking that. love the movie. Okay. Um, How do you feel? Uh, you should listen to people, not critics. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> snap. Now, I will look, I, I'm saying this, I suppose, as a somewhat of a critic, but uh, not in any kind of professional way. Uh, <laughs> again, like if you're either a musical person or you're not. So like, this is not going to be the one that's like, oh, fuck, I love musicals now. All of a sudden, what was wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So it's a straight up fucking musical. So you're out, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I will say. I had a smile on my face for almost the entire run of this movie. It, I don't love, love the music. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's a little modern-y pop for my tastes, you know? I mean, like, that's just the old fogey in me coming out. Mm-hmm. But I still found a lot of it really charming, and, and especially the way it was being performed and the dance-slash-actions of people while it was happening. Um, I just found it like wholly charming i mean it's one of those things where i can't figure out what critics i mean i can because i feel like we we live in a a society now where you can't just simply get over a a simple fact because i mean let's be honest this is a extremely flattering look at pt barnum kind of noted asshole throughout the ages yes um so if you're immediately put off by that there is zero recovery because here is this heroic you know hero's journey thing for this guy that we know was pretty much a piece of shit um you know but like i I don't know i i feel like at a certain point we 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 have to draw the line we have to say like everybody is problematic (laughs) like what are we gonna do when like there are no more heroes or, or things to tell about somebody when everybody has 
dirt on them. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what are we literally going to do? We we're, we're going to we're going to take information to an a, you know, to a point where it's like there will be zero fun. Yeah. There will be zero wonder or awe or anything if you don't do some history scrubbing, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So throw that aside and just watch this movie and realize they're singing modern songs in 18, you know, whenever the hell this is, okay. you know, like there's nothing fucking factual about any of this. Just watch it for what the hell it is. And Hugh Jackman is a fucking treasure of a, of an actor, singer, dancer, everything that dude. Australian. Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Uh, <laughs> but I just say like, it is, it is really weird that the, the, the curve that that the world has taken on Hugh Jackman because I remember when he was cast for Wolverine, everybody was like, "Fuck, what the hell is this? Why isn't it this blah, 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 person I thought should have been Wolverine?" Right. And then just this sheer tenacity of his character, where it's like, because he went through that point, it was like, "Ah, oh, fucking," because then it was like, "We're casting Hugh Jackman and everything." It's like, "Ah, oh, fuck Hugh Jackman," you know, and mm-hmm. I. I, I <laughs> you know everything sounds like we're saying huge Ackman you know <laughs> yes and so like it, just this trajectory where it's like you know he's just persevered through all of this and and come out this like no he's actually really good like this Brad Pitt style thing where it was like yeah. everyone for years was like fuck that pretty boy and blah 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 blood eh, of the fall fuck that shit and then you know next thing you know it's like Brad Pitt's fucking great actually yeah, yeah. does good work yeah so uh, yeah it, he's good I mean Zach Efron's another one because it's like fuck high school musical and now we're like Zach Efron's really good, actually, yeah, guys. He's funny, yeah, he's a good guy. And um, and, no. and 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 because I had, I mean, I will say I had basically zero uh, exposure to her uh, going into it because I'm not a Disney Channel person. Um, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? How do you say her name? Is it? I don't know how you say it. I think it's Zendaya. 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 I listen. I, I looked it up and I completely forgot if it's. I think, I think it's, it's Zendaya. Zendaya. I, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. However you say her name. My only exposure, like, you know, was like, everyone was like, eh, why is she in Spider-Man? Blah, blah, blah. She better not be Mary Jane. I, guess, I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, dumb racism. thing. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> like, it's it's really weird to me because, like, I, I feel like she is going to be a force going forward, mm-hmm. you know? And it's really strange to me that they, I don't know how to say it delicately they ugged her up for spider-man homecoming so much because she is glamorous as fuck in this movie you know and i mean you see pictures of her like you know walking the red carpet and and looking glamorous but like they made her so frumpy looking and spider-man homecoming and i'm sure that's for the you know you know ugly glasses and and and, uh overalls thing for spider-man 2 or whatever the hell we're calling it you know where it's like suddenly no wait i'm actually beautiful you know kind of thing you know that that that, that she's all that thing yeah Yeah. seriously they had to have done that because like they make her look so frumpy and everything in spider-man homecoming and like i said seeing her and like you know she's the the object of zach afron's eye in this movie and yeah you know it's just like i don't know this movie's fun and like it, I, I just don't understand what is wrong with critics, and and I and I like to I like to think about if you were to somehow figure out technology that you could transport this movie back to the 1950s, it would blow people's fucking minds. Oh, yeah, I mean, and and I I suddenly I, I occasionally have to remind myself that movies are timeless, mm-hmm. and 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 I feel like a lot of times because movie history, people give a pass to something because. Don't get me wrong. I I I want to love everything. That's that's just my general nature with when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. But I look at something like Singing in the Rain, you know, heralded classic of of cinema and musical uh, cinema, and the entire finale of that movie is shot on a st- soundstage with strange lighting and cardboard props and everything. 
And I know it's like a sequence within a sequence within a sequence of a movie kind of thing. But still, like, that's the finale of their movie. Right. And this is like, I'm just saying, if you took this back to like 1950s audiences when musicals were huge, their heads would literally be exploding. <laughs> like, and that's that's the crazy thing about this movie is like, you know, if you if you grade it on like this musical scale throughout time, this would be just unbelievably treasured it had it come out in the past hmm. you know but yeah i i don't know like i it's, it's just a strange thing i i don't i don't understand why there's like this collective group think on movies that every critic's like i fucking hate that and they all jump on board and like here's why i hate it and everything and then now we have it doing it for shit that hasn't even come out yet yeah like i mean i know it happened with you know ghostbusters 2016 answer the call whatever the fuck the actual title of that movie is <laughs> <Right>. um <laughs> It's Lady Ghostbusters. Sure. Lady, Lady Ghostbusters. Lady it's Busters. The Ghostbusters. <laughs> I don't think that's the title at all. That's no, I'm pretty it. sure. Yeah. I'm pretty no, sure somebody told me it's The Ghostbusters. That's not it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, mean, I heard it. People did that with that, but that was like, that was admittedly a gender swapping of a below. So like there's, you know, M M R A people who are like, ladies can't do stuff they can't bust ghosts you have remake people going going why the fuck can't why can't you come up with an original idea there was a lot of like things stacked against for pre-hate of that but now it's like other than the marketing granted i will give you that and i've mostly wiped it out like i've never seen a movie more hated than ready player one and it hasn't even come out Mm -hmm. you know and i just feel like this was like one of those things where like the media illuminati got together and like we're gonna shit all over this movie let's figure out how we do it and i i can't figure it out it it happens two or three times a year. There's mm-hmm. there's this strange competition of just like I heard this movie's trash, and then they're like, oh yeah, well I can write more biting criticism than that, and then it just becomes who can fucking shit in the mouth of the movie harder. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just you know, and then someone says I thought it was pretty good, and then everyone beats them the fuck off the internet. <laughs> it's just like you get out. I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, I I think a lot of it is. People don't want to have a discussion no. about about something like they don't. And people also don't want to be the one who's like, well, actually, I really liked Ready Player One because I'd be like, defend your position. Yeah. You know, is going to be what happens. And How dare you, sir. Yeah. And, and it's like, have you seen it? No. Yeah. And it's like, I just liked it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I enjoyed it. And, and, you know, I find myself doing that to people, too, where it's like, no, nah, how can you know? No. I, how could you like that? But. I think it's it's very much a groupthink thing where it's like once once that has taken hold, you know, same with like the mummy last year we talked about where that's just like an an average ass movie. It's not like people have been waiting to shit on Tom Cruise for 10 years. And the problem was, is that every Tom Cruise movie that came out was amazing. And yeah, they kept making Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I so mean, people are like, damn it. I can't. I don't even think that's the worst Tom Cruise movie of the last. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is that. If for the most part, like Tom Cruise movie after Tom Cruise sure. movie would come out and everyone would go, wow, that was really good. I can't say a mean thing about Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And then one comes along that's mediocre and everyone's like, you know what, man? Fuck that guy. Fuck everything about him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. And it's just like We're just hell? waiting for an opening. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, just, all I can say my as, as a fan of musicals, I had a smile on my face throughout most of this movie. Now, granted, a lot of it is like there is there is a dark turn where it's like <laughs> I'm saying like there is a dark period where <laughs> it's Did not Nicole so Nicole Kidman get tuberculosis. Uh, no, wrong, wrong musical. That's oh. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's Australia. There's, there's a lot of like <laughs> shit 
times of this movie. Oh, you know, okay. like I mean, there's <laughs> poor ass people and not not quite plague, but I mean, there's like there's some you know shitty living situations. Sure. So like, there's not everything is all happy go lucky, but I mean, most of it is like gotta dance and sing and get our way through all this stuff. Exactly, it's got a dance in it. You know, it's not. No, oh, never mind. <laughs> Worst movie ever. Doesn't have. Doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't have a song from another movie that <laughs> yeah. I just mentioned. Yeah. All right. I'll finish up with two quick things. All right. Um, so I watched the entire second season of Jessica Jones. Yeah. That uh, is not as good as the first season of Jessica Jones. I still think I, I would have to go back and watch it again. But if I had to say what my favorite Marvel thing of all time was, it's Jessica Jones, then the first Captain America movie, and then pretty much everything else is a, in a battle for third place. Mm. Um I really, really, really liked the first season of Jessica Jones. It hit all the right notes for me. It was what I wanted wanted it to be. The second season feels like the middle chapters of a book. The problem is, is that nothing usually happens except except exposition in the middle ch- middle chapters. There's no anything. There's no thing that happens that's like, oh, okay, now we're doing this. It's just mm-hmm. let's check in on Jessica Jones and see what she's up to. Oh, that it it's sad for Jessica Jones. She's having a hard time. Oh, things are bad for her friends, too. Oh, these things are going badly. All right, well, we're done. We'll see you in three more years. You know, and it's like, what was that? Like, what did I just watch? So it just felt pointless. I kept waiting for something to happen and nothing ever happened. Is it kind of like a Thor Dark World thing where it's like, we need another season of Jessica Jones. And we don't really know what we got that would be compelling, but... We need another season. Take does it feel like that? Take the bad guy out of Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, and the plot of Thor: The Dark World. Take that out too, and just have Thor like hanging out. Yeah, doing talking to Loki and Do, doing some Thor shit. So just you yeah. doing Thor just stuff, Thorin, you know, <laughs> Thorin around, talking to Natalie Portman a bit. Yeah. You know, him and Stellan Skellsgard going off and doing some Skellsgard. stuff. <laughs> You know, just hanging out, you know, chatting, getting drunk and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. you might go, yeah, that's entertaining. But you'd be like, man, what was the point of that? That's how this feels. Mm-hmm. So, so it's more like, hey, you want to hang out with this character. So here you go. Yeah, but everything sucks for them. So enjoy wallowing in shit for 13 episodes. And that's another thing, too. There are two or three plot lines in the show that just need to fucking go. Like, by the end, you're like, what was the point of that? Oh, to fill up 13 episodes. This show should have been eight. Well, that's the thing, too, about all these Netflix shows is it's like, why do you need to adhere to this 13 episode thing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know know if it's a union thing. or Just do the Stranger Things thing. It was like eight episodes. Yeah. Get it done. The Defenders was eight episodes. Mm -hmm. But all these other Marvel shows are 13. And it's just like, you don't have enough story for this. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I still think it's worth watching. It has at least one episode that's strong as hell, but like ultimately it's nah. Mm. Uh, but the other thing that I've been watching on Netflix is that documentary show called the toys that made us. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Which, and I've just kind of been skipping around. There's only four episodes, so it's, <laughs> but um, th- that, uh, what is it? It's, it's literally about eighties toys. Oh, it's just documentaries. Uh, they just it takes a specific line of toys yeah. and it just it's like, here's the Star Wars here's, line. Here's the history of the company and right. how it got to here. So and like, then they have like Transformers and they say all the different they haven't done Transformers lines yet. that oh the fuck. I, Transformers, I, I think, is in the second it half is. of the yeah. first season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which hasn't come out yet. Okay. Um, They've done G.I. Joe, Barbie, Star Wars and He-Man. He-Man. Yeah. yeah. So the episodes are really 
good in that they have found so many production people from the toy companies to talk about mm-hmm. how the toy lines were created, like what the executives were thinking, how they pitched the things, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's the kind of information that I really want. It's all the people who were there at the time. And it's funny now because they're all like old dudes and they're just like making toys is the best thing ever. And, you know, they're just one talking of those about He-Man guys. Is just yeah. Like hard. Yeah. Total character. Yeah. And like one of the guys who designed all the G.I. Joe's is just like so into it, but he's also like 90, you know, so it's just like hearing people just seeing them light up and talk about these toys that they created. But but they're also 100 years old is an interesting dynamic. But I like that they got so many people to come and talk about it. And so that it's informative. It's not just. Mm-hmm. It's not just pulling information out of like, oh, we Wikipedia said this. So they actually have the people who created these yeah. things. So that's good. The only thing that bugs me about the show so far is that it is way overproduced. Like they are forcing jokey bits into the discussion for no reason. Like the narrator is kind of jokey and irritating and they will splice in reactions from interview participants that are out of context to make like reaction shots to things. And that's mildly irritating, Hmm. but overall it is a great look at some of this stuff. Um, The only thing that I, they're very good about covering the rise of these toys. And then they get to like, there's only five minutes left in the documentary. And there's like, yeah, then the company went tits up and everything died and no more toys. And it's like, Oh, all right. (laughs) Cause like the GI Joe episode, it's like uh, Hasbro bought Kenner. And they decided Kenner was going to be the thing and they're going to just focus on their product. And they said, fuck G.I. Joe, no more of that. And I was like, explain yourself. Why? (laughs) Why would you do that? Because it was at that point that there was no more Star Wars. Yeah. So why they just said "Ah, G.I. Joe, get the fuck out. So I'm willing to bet that the people responsible for the era of downturn for all of these particular companies. Mm hmm. Didn't aren't want to talking, talk about yeah aren't talking probably right. they're some d-bag exec that waltzed in and mm-hmm. wiggled his dick all over all the plans <laughs> yeah and that guy's not going to talk because he's yeah. he's been he was fired 15 years ago but got a golden parachute mm-hmm. and is living on an island he in doesn't PG. give a shit yeah, yeah. but yeah. they do they do cool stuff like the executives go back to their old office buildings and they're like oh we used to work over here here's where we created this you know and stuff like that that kind of stuff is cool um the he-man episode is really interesting because they they talk a lot about the cartoon which was they say very instrumental in making this toy line as popular as it was but then they're like this cartoon man was just utter garbage (laughs) it was insane and nothing like we we intended it to be like they made this weird alter ego for he-man and like what is this do we have to make this guy now like what and they did (laughs) yeah i know i remember that i was like wait they made a prince adam toy why yeah and then they talk about the movie and they're like, oh, man, that fucking movie. <laughs> they were like, they had to, at the last minute, go back and reshoot Dolph Lundgren saying, I have the power because they forgot to ever do it in the first place. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, that's the one thing. That's the one He-Man thing. Yep. <laughs> and you guys didn't even do it until the end credits. So it, it's it's all informative and great, mm-hmm. but it's just it the episodes, if they could just slow their roll a little bit and not be like, we have to be jokey. It's like, yeah, <laughs> don't Well, Let me know when the transformers one's out. Yeah. Because I would be curious to see how that jives with my probably too extensive knowledge of 
all of it, you know, and like the comic book creator who ended yeah. up naming all of them, basically. Yeah. Well, they they do. I mean, with the G.I. Joe stuff, they are with the Marvel guys like. Yeah. This is basically where the entire premise of the G.I. Joe storyline came from was these yep. Marvel dudes. Um, so, yeah. But. And Transformers is interesting because like the comics have a separate storyline than the cartoons and the British comic had a different storyline mm-hmm. than the American comic. Yeah, and you they know, talk about that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it almost felt like in the G.I. Joe one, there was not enough time to cover everything that needed to be covered. Mm-hmm. It was just so much stuff. But yeah. do they do like the old G.I. Joe's originally or is it just the Hasbro ones? They, they no, talk, they talk about the Yeah, old, it's, it's mainly about the, the 80s line, but okay. they talk, talk about, about the, the G.I. Joe dolls. Yeah. yeah. Action dolls. Action dolls. Yeah. But like there's a there's a very appropriate segment in the G.I. Joe one, too, where they're talking about the the aircraft carrier and yeah. they're so dead on right about it because like they're interviewing toy collectors and stuff is like, yeah, everyone in their name, na- like one kid in the neighborhood got it for Christmas and everyone would go over to their house and just be like, man, look at this thing. And I'm like, it's fucking yeah, huge. That's absolutely it's like the right. size of this table. Yeah, I mean, it, was it, like, it was about six foot long. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. And it, one kid in my neighborhood got it for Christmas and we would all go over to his house. just like, man, look at this. It's dumb, but holy shit, look at it. <laughs> I, I had one friend that they like they had a um playroom or whatever that was like over a garage. Mm-hmm. And so like they just had all this space and somehow like every crazy toy, they were the ones that got it. Yeah. Like I and, and like, they had room for it. I guess because they had room for it. Cause like I mean I, I don't as far as I know, they like they weren't a super rich family. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, they had the aircraft carrier, the, the, the like the Death Star playset, like all these things. Yeah. They had, like mm-hmm. Gray Skull and whatever the other one was. Oh, that uh, purple one. Yeah, the yeah. purple one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like they like they had every playset thing that was like, oh, I can't believe you have that. Mm. I didn't know anybody that had room for it. Yeah. Yeah. They had uh, what a fucking uh, Metroplex or whatever, like oh, right, yeah. no like, Fortress Maximus. Yeah, is yeah, so it was, twice yeah. the size. Okay, but, yeah, but um, whatever. But he's still not even one. close to that aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's like two feet tall. I'm saying like every like unicorn toy of like oh mm-hmm. that's the the top toy they fucking had it. Snake Mountain. Yeah, Roach Lord in the you. chat Thank you. as important. Snake Mountain. That's right. It's been a little, a little while since Snake yeah. Mountain. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's funny too in the He Man episode where they start talking about the Shira stuff. And they have like some lady executives who are like, yeah, you know, we noticed that that girls wanted to play with these toys, too. And like there's just there's this weird dynamic back and forth within the company of how they didn't want the other line to succeed. Yeah. Um, like the guys making the He-Man toys are like, oh, I don't know if we want. We don't want to water it down. The, yeah. To, and they actually mm. blame the, declo- the decline of the line on the fact that once boys realized that the girls were also playing with the toys, they, they didn't, didn't want to play, play with, with them, them anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Shira had the the coolest bad guy. The the, I mean, Skeletor is pretty badass. But like whatever, whoever the weird skull face bad guy, oh, yeah, yeah. Shira was was pretty badass too. Mm. And that was like I didn't have any Shira toys, but I had that dude because yeah. that dude was fucking awesome. <laughs> well, the ba- the best He Man bad guy uh, or Shira bad guy across the board, Trapjaw. Oh yes, Trapjaw Trap was yes. awesome. Yeah, Trapjaw, yeah, the coolest. Trapjaw is the sound wave of, of mm-hmm. He-Man, mm-hmm. the Chandwave, <laughs> if, if you prefer. Yeah. Anyway, deep ass cut. Um, <laughs> Hordak, that's it. Thank you, Roach Lord. Man, Roach Lord is apparently our, yeah, our resident our He-Man, He-Man savant. Yeah, Hordak was awesome. So, yeah. we are Eternia grateful. Uh, so nice. You guys want some emails? Meh. I mean, I yes. I haven't heard yes. an email in so long. Speaking of, well, speaking of Netflix. <laughs> yes. We got one from uh, Jay from Vegas. Ah. 
Oh, says, hey, he says, Netflix is killing it in the original TV series game. Mm. says, hey, BMF crew, Jagus here, back from near death, and I have a shitload of free time on my hands, so I'm getting caught up on shows everyone says I need to see, and one series I finished that I want other people to see is Altered Carbon. The show is a noir-style story centered on the suspicious circumstances surrounding the death of a wealthy man. The twist is it takes place in the future, where everyone has an implant that stores their consciousness, and as a result, humanity has cheated death. While the show takes place in a time where this technology has ex- existed for hundreds of years, it still explores the religious, moral, and legal ramifications of this technology's existence. I would love to discuss this show more, but I don't want to spoil anything, so hit me up in the Discord spoiler zone, and we can talk all about it. Crash and Burn, Jay, sent from the PlayStation 3, storing my consciousness while I wait for my new body to be built. So yeah, I, I have not watched Altered Carbon. I know. It's one of those things I, I don't know why I haven't watched it. It's, it's just Netflix has so fucking many shows. Yeah. It was like on my short list for a while, and then 18 more shows came out. And I'm yeah, just like, like, it, like it pops up on your thing where yeah. it's like, hey, check out Alter Carbon. It's like, and I would like, love to. <laughs> and, and like there's three days you're going to see that, and yeah. then you are never going to be able to find it again unless well, you search for, specifically for it. Yeah, I mean, I just throw things on my list. But I mean, like I, I literally bailed. Not bailed. I just I got distracted midway through the defenders mm-hmm. so now i have to like finish the defenders watch punisher watch jessica jones season two and it's like this shit is piling up quickly yeah. and it's like i feel like by the time i hit play on jessica jones another marvel show will be done and out and it's like fuck yeah like, yeah i mean i like content but christ yeah, scale s- it back a little you need to transcend down. completionism yeah I, do i yes okay if i did if i was going to do that i would have i i would go back in time and unwatch Iron Fist. <laughs> well, you can't do that. But I know. You, can, you. It's not too late to unwatch the rest of whatever it was you're watching, Defenders. I, I just. It wasn't that even like I didn't like it. I just. It wasn't clicking with me at the time. I. I it's hard to explain. Like so a lot of times, I like Breaking Some Bad. Some shows do that. Man. Breaking Bad. I just. I've never. It's never hit me on a cycle where I'm like, I'm into this. Like this is what I want to be watching right now. I. I keep meaning to go back. Yeah. yeah. Like I just. One time it's gonna happen. I'm be like, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, and oh, I get it. Yeah, with me so often, and I'm sure it's it's like this for Chuck too, where it's like there's shows Jen wants to watch, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm just like, you know what, you can watch that Wednesdays when I'm doing Bamfcast. Yeah, and then there's other shows where it's like, don't watch Atlanta until I get back. Mm-hmm. You know that that sort of thing where there's certain shows where they click, and then other ones where I'm just like, you know, I'm enjoying this, but I j- it's just not working for me right now. Like mm-hmm. Corporate was one of that. She fucking loved Corporate on Comedy Central. And was like, you need to watch all of these. And, you know, the the PowerPoint episode is by far the best one I watched mm-hmm. out of the ones out of that group. But I was like, this isn't working for me the way it's working for you, you know. And I think sometimes it just works like that, where that's, there's that's a show you have to be in the right mood for it. That's one just to mention. I, I, I binged my way through that. And that's another thing. It's like that is so much better made than it should be for a comedy. Again, mm-hmm. just talking about comedies that is like we're not eschewing making good cinema mm-hmm. choices. Yeah. But we have a pretty good rule, which is basically like, let's watch the first episode together and then we will make a decision. Mm-hmm. Do you want to keep going? I don't want to keep going. Do we both want to keep going? That kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I think Tyrant was like that on FX. Yeah. She loved Tyrant. Yeah. And I was like, the first few episodes, I'm like, this is kind of working for me. But God, I hate his kids so much. And I like the rest of his family. Yeah. Just has this death wish. It, yeah. And that and like, I just couldn't get over that. There was it, a point where I was just like, you know what? I'm not watching this anymore because I just get angry as soon as his family shows up. It just became 24 level sport for us to yell at his kids the whole time. Yeah. It was just it was just like, my God, go home. 
leave. Fucking leave. Yeah, just go Everyone back to around you is dying. You're in imminent danger all the time. Fucking go home. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We just would so, so, scream at the TV. That, yeah. that became sport for There's us. too much good fucking television there right really now. There really is. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. annoying. It, it kind of is. Like, I mean, there's so many things I hear about that I'm like, that really sounds like my jam. Like, I've for years, uh, you know, people have been talking about Empire, and I'm like, I really want to watch that show. Mm-hmm. Like, people fucking love Empire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Got Tamith Howard. Maybe. Exactly. Well, <laughs> it's Taraji B. Henson, too. It's a yeah. fucking uh, Hustle and Flow reunion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like, Terrence Howard's on, like, six other shows, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's all these he's weird a, like twelve episode hey, shows they do now. He missed out on the Marvel movies. He, yeah. he ejected before they yeah. got here. Yeah, he so did. he's like, man, I I gotta do something else now. <laughs> I'll build my own empire. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Next email uh, is from Seth, who says second chances. Is hmm. the name of the email it says, "Hey guys, it's hey. Seth from North Carolina. Hi." Thank you for getting to the taking of Beverly Hills. I'm sincerely glad you enjoyed it as much as your fans thought you would. Several weeks slash months ago, you guys discussed giving you movies you didn't like a second viewing to see if your opinion would change. I listened and thought that maybe I should do the same. Boy, am I angry that I did that. <laughs> Alien Covenant is still crap. A big, festering, open sore of pus-infused crap. According to my wife who was in an entirely separate part of the house, I shouted, shoot him, Billy Crudup. Shoot David in his stupid face now, around 20 times before turning the movie off. I cannot do it, gentlemen. I tried to be forgiving, understanding, and willing to give second chances, but sometimes movies and people need two kicks in the crotch instead of a break. Has the second chance offering burned you guys before, too? If so, what movie made you curse your kindness? Crash and burn, Seth. Yeah, I mean, sometimes my opinion completely changes, and sometimes it's like, yep, no, I still fucking hate that. Yeah. I mean, you know, just... Yeah. Seth kind of fucked up. He didn't put enough time between viewings of Alien Covenant. Yeah. That's mistake number one. Like a lifetime? No, no, no. But like, okay, so like I saw Prometheus in the theater, fucking hated it. Mm -hmm. Watched it again right before watching Alien Covenant and was like... Okay, I can appreciate things that Prometheus is doing. And then when Alien Covenant was over, it was like, oh, man, Prometheus is fucking great compared to this shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I will give stuff a second chance. If, for example, like when the next one in the series comes out, stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good amount of time. But I also watched the Cloverfield Paradox twice in one week. So, you know. And that wasn't giving it a second chance. That was, I need to make sure I wasn't, like, high or drunk after the mm-hmm. Super Bowl and liked this when I shouldn't have. So, I mean, I, I, my, my, I think I've said it before, but one of my top examples of like walking out of the theater actively angry at something. And now I, I mean, you know, it's hyperbole to say it's one of my favorite movies, but it's, it's up there. Like, I really totally appreciate it is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. Like fucking hated that coming out of the theater. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was on the, what the fuck accent is Keanu doing? (laughs) Fuck this, fuck that. And then like some time and watching all of the, you know. The things it aped or homaged or whatever you want to call, like watching all the original vampire things and going like, that's actually clever as hell. Like to wrap all of that up into one Dracula movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and plus so just appreciating it on like a, a che- cheesy level, like you know the overacting Gary Oldman level, like mm-hmm. is my fucking jam now. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, that movie rubs so many people the wrong way because sure. no one was prepared for it. Right. Everyone still thought they were going to get, you know, like, cool cape-wearing Dracula, not weird bunhead Dracula. Yeah. And, you know, it was just like, man, what is this? But time has probably been kind to that movie. I, I Like I said, I, I wouldn't put it in, like, a, a top something list, but I way, way, way warm to it that I yeah. 
actually own it on a couple of mediums. Sure. And it inspired that awesome pinball table with Winona Ryder sex noises on it. <laughs> That's true, it did. And thank the Lord for that. Yeah. I can't think of any that have really burned me. I think, you know, I've, my classic example is always like Goonies. Mm-hmm. Going back to that, I hated it as an adult. Yeah. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, man, this movie's great. Mm-hmm. And then as an adult, I was like, man, these kids are fucking annoying. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there, there's some of that stuff. But I mean, the Ice Pirates burned me. Like, I loved that movie as a kid. And then we did it. And I was just like, oh, guys, <laughs> no, no, this <Yeah>. is bad. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I, if, I think to his point of like second chances not getting any better is, I mean, I walked out of Speed Racer and then we did it for the podcast. And I, yeah, I still fucking hate Speed Racer. <laughs> sorry <laughs> just... speed racer seems to be getting a renaissance though like people are like well, there's a movement of people coming around on speed racer okay because i mean that movie made 12 dollars so yeah no one well saw i mean it that anyway. one scene please get rid of that one scene like <laughs> give give us a non-director's cut give us a fan's cut where they just take that fucking scene in the factory out mm-hmm. yeah that was the that was one of the most like there have been two two moments in my life where there have been complete and total non-verbal uh agreements made with like just literally a look one of them was we were going to jokingly go see the spice world movie mm-hmm. and we're walking like th- me and two friends we were walking to the theater and like a minivan pulled up right you know to like the drop-off area <laughs> door swings open about six girls get out going <laughs> and it was like we all just kind of went <laughs> and about faced and like just drove the fuck home like literally walking you know walking into the theater and it was like nope yeah. and then that scene happened in Speed Racer, and Shining Lights, Steve Stroll, and I just like gave a quick glance, and we just stood up and walked the fuck out of that theater, <laughs> and it was like, "Yep, yeah." I still i I like a lot of that movie, but yeah, that it, scene can it, it's colorful, can eat a huge D. It's got it's got some colors. <laughs> yep, it's colorful. Uh, do you want to play us a voicemail next? Sure. Uh, do the seven seven zero one. Hey, Bamcast, me Evan from the stream. Blub blub. Uh, you guys wanted to keep Garfield company or wanted us to keep him company, so just wanted to call and, uh, congratulate you guys on, uh, making it past nine years. That's kind of a feat. I mean, one of my favorite, uh, podcasts and from freaking NPR just ended, you know, so you guys outland, uh, outlasted a, uh, intellectual, pretentious, boring, uh, podcast, so <laughs> way, way, way to go. Um, but seriously, you know, uh, Harlow, Mackie, DJ, Chuck, you know, I look forward to your podcast every week. And, of course, Pantcast Extra on uh, Patreon.com. So that was it. Just wanted to call to say how awesome you guys are and how you're going to keep on staying awesome, especially in these times. So uh, stay cool. All right. Crash and burn. Evan out. Thanks, Evan. Yeah. Thanks for uh, kissing our ass right in the half. My Evan. ego is spent. Wow. I, I appreciate the Patreon plug, too. Yes. Yeah. Patreon.com slash BMFcast. Yeah. Get it right next time or pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> so, next email. Mm-hmm. This is, it's been a while since we've done email, so uh, I, have all right. to, yep. I have to issue an apology for this one. Okay. Uh, this is from Steve Like the Bird Heron. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have I have dishonored my family. Oh, right. By, Steve sent this before the Academy Awards happened. That's right. Oh, okay. Th- this came in a- exactly a month ago. Mm. So I feel bad because I didn't I didn't read it then. So it's a little dated, but I'm reading it anyway because Steve put some heart into this. And, and podcasts and, are timeless, like movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine that you heard this before the Academy Awards happened. Mm-hmm. So this is from your friend and mine, the noble Steve like the bird heron. The noble heron. 
Oh my god! The, just the, <laughs> King Steve yes, of the Noble the, House Heron. <laughs> Vlad the Destroyer. The Honorable Heron. We need to be hearing yeah. this right now. Yes. <laughs> All right. He says, uh, "Bamfcast, Steve like the bird here with a little squawk and such. Long time no correspondence. Mm. Sorry about that. College is a bitch in terms of free time. Mackie, stay hydrated. This one's a rambler." The Academy Awards are coming up this week, oh. and love them or hate them, they're without a doubt still one of the most influential forces in the film industry. The Oscars don't get a ton of mentions here, with good reason. It's a bad movie podcast, after all. Mm. But two genres that are near and dear to the Banffcast heart both got decent representation from the Academy this year, that being horror and science fiction. Shape of Water was the early frontrunner, and Get Out seems to be the people's champion. If genre films get any sort of credit from the Oscars. It usually comes in technical awards for special effects, makeup, etc. But rarely do they get to play in the big leagues. There are exceptions, though. In terms of horror, both The Exorcist and Jaws got Best Picture nominations in the 70s. Ruth Gordon and Kathy Bates both won their only Oscars for acting in horror films, those being Rosemary's Baby and Misery. Of course, there's Silence of the Lambs, which is one of only three movies to go home with the big five, Best Picture included. But honestly, there's a lot of debate if you could call it horror. Many would consider it a thriller or even just a crime film. Most people lump it in because it's only one, the only one to actually take home the statue, and it gives some street cred to the genre as a whole. One major distinction is that Lambs and Get Out both share is that they were February releases, which is extremely uncommon for a Best Picture winner to have that early a release. It's something to consider. All hope isn't lost for Get Out. Sorry, Steve. Uh, <laughs> science fiction, on the other hand, has never had a Best Picture win. And considering what we know now about Woody Allen, Annie Hall beating out Star Wars really seems like a whiff on the Academy's part. But in recent years, the genre has gotten a lot of recognition in terms of nominations. Since the increase to 10 movie noms, best picture noms, sci-fi movies have been given, frequently been nominated more and more. Avatar, District 9, Inception, Gravity, Her, The Martian, and Arrival have all been nominated in the past decade. And some went home with other major wins. Her for screenplay and Gravity for director, etc. The Academy has seemed to warm up to the idea of giving a science fiction film the big gold bald guy, and considering Shape of Water won at the Producers Guild Awards, there's still a strong chance that it takes home the statue. Very strong. Could happen. It's a very strong chance of that. (laughs) Uh, In the end, does any of this matter? No, not really. But it can be a hell of a lot of fun if you don't get too invested, and it's exactly the type of useless information that my geeky brain goes nuts for. Let's hope that this year's Oscars can lead to more representation for genre films in the future. Crash and Burn, Steve Like the Bird Out, sent via an old Columbia House catalog. I yeah, I don't remember what won in its place or even if this was even nominated, but to me, the, the single science fiction thing that is the biggest snub of all time is 2001. 2001 yeah. I mean, because just on every level, that's a fucking masterpiece of every, like literally everything. Yeah. And tying back to the previous email, that's one that I hated the first time I watched that movie. I was like, I don't fucking get this at all. Well, and, then, and now I'm like, I, I want to pour over that movie every like I. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest. I skip the Donna Man sequence every time. I, I mean, I, I don't I don't not appreciate what's going on there, but like, it, it's just a thing like every single time I, I actually know the minute mark to skip ahead to yeah. when, you know, cause I've, I've done it so many times just to see the bone turn into the shit. Yeah, like I, I literally just like 19, you know? yeah. Yeah. but yeah, but that, that not getting it, there's just, there's something like, I'm still mad that children of men, like just wasn't even considered. Mm-hmm. I know there, there's just a lot of, of stuff that it, so many of my favorite movies are, are science fiction movies. Yeah. And so many of them, have something to say as well, which you would think the Academy would want, <laughs> but 
I mean, you know, shit, it's... just give it to Alien, and then you have your horror and science fiction winning an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> and it's a perfect fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, yeah. you know, I, I know it, it's not technically science fiction, but Lord of the Rings, you know, was, I mean, that's a big fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a genre picture. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, winning for the last one also just felt like a pat on the head for it was like, like yeah, yeah, good job making good job eight hours for of this. like all of those <laughs> yeah. like, together mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, that was that. I don't know. That's when the Oscars felt super pandering. That, that era was like, oh, how do we swing where people well, still care about this? Avatar didn't win, right? That Even though mean. there was talk that it was no, that it might have. No, I, think, I can't remember I now. Titanic's the only thing Cameron ever won like Best know. Picture for. Yeah, no, I have but I mean, that, like, but... it gets weird over the years. Like, Star Trek Four was up for four Oscars. Like, two wasn't up for any. And you just look back in time and go, man, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. Like, like me talking about Avatar. You know, like, it, people don't really remember. All, all it really can do is boost up a movie that you may have forgotten about. But it also, like, the movies that are truly good will in, always endure. Mm-hmm. You know, they, like, everyone... I, I think... Shakespeare in Love is a good movie. That is a very enjoyable, well-made movie. It is. Saving Private Ryan is a better movie. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that it didn't win is just weird. But it's like when people talk about a movie from 1998, they talk about Saving Private Ryan. They don't yeah. talk about, you know, just like we're not talking about Oliver. We're talking about 2001. <laughs> I've never even seen Oliver. Yeah. And, and, I'll, and clearly Star Wars, you know, nobody talks about Annie Hall anymore. Yeah, somewhat. You know. I mean... Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's it's just there, there's something about like what the Academy is looking for. And it's almost like the whole thing we we're talking about with critics earlier, where they're like, they want this thing and they don't want to kind of go against the group think necessarily. And I feel like the Internet has kind of almost made that worse because it, it's I suspect with the voting, there's almost a thing like, well, everyone expects us to vote for this. Everyone wants us to vote for Get Out, but we can't just give it to Get Out because that would, you know, I don't know. Every I, 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 it, it, it never and the, makes and the sense. thing is, is it's all just all these old people voting on it. Yeah, so many of them who haven't even fucking seen any of the movies. Yep, you know, they get sent a dozen screeners a day in the months leading up to the Best Picture. There's always like, been stories over the years. Being, oh yeah, I heard the post is pretty good. Yeah, you know, but and, it's always like I gave my ballot to my nephew. You know, I mean, there's always stories like that of just like, yeah, I mean, or they send a better gift basket, or they put a bigger ad in variety, or mm-hmm. yeah, all kinds of bullshit. Or, it, you know, it's a or the producer is my friend, or yeah. you know, I mean, just it, it's it's weird. I just I, I don't. Once you really learn about how the Oscars work, I is when I stop yeah, paying any attention yeah. to it because as a kid, I was heavily invested in it because I was like, I hadn't seen Gandhi, but I saw ET eight times in the theater and was like, no, ET is the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. Fuck Gandhi. <laughs> well, and I mean, it, well, that's the thing a lot of eight-year-olds come to. It, absolutely, <laughs> I was mad. Yeah, yeah. but also b- back then, like, like I when I used to care and watch it, like it made me want to make a movie. Yeah, there are so many, you know, seeing people give acceptance speeches and going like, I can't believe I beat this other movie. You know, I'm you know, it, whatever cinematographer going up there going, I can't believe I beat Roger Deakins. Yeah, he just, you know, you know that sort of shit. Yeah. It just made me it like it inspired me to want to make movies. But since I'm not making them, mm-hmm. I don't fucking watch the Oscars anymore. Yeah, because I just I don't really. Care. It's almost like baseball. <laughs> like, I don't mind what checking the paper and going. All right. Uh, oh, good. The twins won. 
you know, cool. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of it. That, that's kind of how the Oscars are for me. Like the next morning going, oh, cool. Shape of Water won. I liked that movie. Yeah. And Roger Deakins finally won. Good. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, Baby Driver didn't get shit. What the fucking fuck? Yeah. What the shit? <laughs> yeah. S- didn't get sound editing. Did get what? Mm-hmm. Oh, Dunkirk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, ho- I hope they at least mix this one so you could hear dialogue, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> did, you, did you do that right this year? You f- fucking shit. Anyway. Yeah. That adds Kevin Spacey in it. It means it's 100% bad. Right. That's the way we work now. Yep. Ooh, I have heard that. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was just, you know, we're in absolute tire territory now. Mm-hmm. But All no, right. I mean, like, and we, we, this is going back to, I think, last episode or two ago is like, sometimes the Oscars are a disservice. I mean, the blowback for Shape of Water is already happening as people that yeah. wouldn't have watched that movie are now watching it going, what the fuck, fish fucker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Spawn so. some good maymays. <laughs> Spawn. Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the thing about the best picture is, is some people just don't want to think about a movie. And, you know, they, yep. some movies you need to think about them. So, true. Anyway, one more voicemail. All right. And then we'll be done. Hey, guys. Um, <clears throat> I have listened to your podcast off and on for years ever since you guys got started and I started watching a lot of your podcasts on YouTube and I had a question that I think you guys might be able to answer Um, and uh, I had a I was probably I was born in 1985 and we had got satellite dish when I was five or six years old. And I had been searching for this movie, and I know it was on the HBO channel. And I don't know if I dreamed it up or if this is a real movie, but I cannot forget this one scene. It's, it's a, there's a pregnant woman tied down to a table. And she's completely naked. And there's this gigantic spider that is crawling on top of her. And uh, I seen that scene when I was like five or six years old on a movie on HBO. And I have never to this day have figured out what movie this was from. And I was hoping maybe since y'all guys watched a lot of B movies. Maybe this was some type of B movie that was bought by HBO a long time ago. So if I had to guess, it probably was on television. It was probably on HBO, like maybe like 1991 or two. Um, and I was wondering if you guys could kind of put your heads together and see if you could find out. Uh, what this movie was called. Uh, thank you very much. And I will keep watching you guys on YouTube. Thanks, Anonymous Caller. <laughs> I, I want to play that because I don't know what it is. I've tried to do some research, could not find anything, which I'm sure he's done the same thing. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to pose it to Chuck, mm-hmm. but I also want to pose it to the audience because you looking at your face... It does not ring any bells whatsoever. No. And I tried looking at some things to figure out exactly what this was. Okay. So 
there's a scene in Buckaroo Banzai where Ellen Barkin is tied to a, a table and they have put this robotic spider creepy thing on mm-hmm. her. They've got like this trail of honey going up of her, yeah. her body to get to kill her or whatever. That as soon as I heard that, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. And maybe as a kid, it morphed into like, oh, she's pregnant and naked and everything like that. Buckaroo Banzai was on cable a lot. So mm-hmm. I thought maybe that could be it. Yeah. But man, I just, it, with those sp- specific parameters, doesn't like I couldn't go to what what that's where my brain went was that mm-hmm. scene in Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. So. And, and I thought about Extro, which actually Evan in the chat mentions too. Yeah. Extro. But I haven't seen that in so long. I yeah. could not speak to if that happens or not. But there's some weird yeah. pregnancy type shit going on True. in Extro. I don't remember a lot about Extro. Yeah. But we'll pose it to the audience. Sure. And we have a great group to you know, yeah. to pose this to all of you guys out there are big fucking nerds like us, yes. and but your experiences are varied. Yep. So, um, I'm sure there's somebody listening who's like, "Oh man, yeah. I know what that is." Call, tweet, email, mm-hmm. send us a message through Patreon, get on our yeah. Discord, and I mean, right now we're us. leaning towards extra. Yeah, because I can neither confirm nor deny that's it. But <laughs> there's a lot of weird fucked up shit in extra, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do it was about pregnancies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. But if they do want to email us, BMF at BMFcast.com. The only other fucked up pregnant oh. woman thing I could think of is the brood. You said you watch Cronenberg's brood, but it's yeah. not like a spider. No. I mean it's just weird demon just, shit. Yeah, dude's sorry. I'm still out, thinking about out placentas and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Placentas. Anyway. Placenta anyway. of a woman. So if they want to email us. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, they want to email us, email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. If they want to call in the Garfield phone, 9105 Jocks BMF or 9105569263. And if they want to find us on the socials, bmfcast.com, look at the buttons on the right hand side. They're all right there. Also, all of the episodes are available on bmfcast.com. It also has a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash bmfcast. Give us some fucking money so we can continue to do this uh, and get stuff for it. And get stuff for it. Yeah, yes. I was getting yes. there. Get bonus stuff. You're not just giving us money. We're get, giving we're giving you something back. Get bonused. Yes. With <laughs> patreon.com yeah. slash bmfcast. And if you want to discuss altered carbon with Jay in the spoiler zone on our Discord server. Yes. Go to uh, bmfcast.com and look for the Discord button on the right hand side and join us. And uh, we have a bunch of bunch of channels where you can talk about some bullshit. Yeah, you can just come mm-hmm. talk. You don't have to talk about altered carbon. Yeah, right, talk just, about yeah, whatever you, you want. Talk about we have we have all different tops, topics, things that are some things that I've muted, like sport ball and yeah. Discord.gg slash we don't have a custom URL yet. Like a bunch of letters and numbers. Mm-hmm. Just type yeah. in just punch your keyboard and you might get there. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Punch your keyboard and think about us. Yeah. 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 Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Oh, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. See you next week.